This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Good Wednesday morning, everybody, and welcome into Undisputed here on FS1. I'm Jen Hale. That is Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Guys, good to see you. Shannon, I understand. Is something you want to share this morning? Good morning, yes. Good morning. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation of why I wasn't on air yesterday, and I won't get into speculation or conjecture or innuendo, but I will say this. In watching that game on Monday night, uh, what happened to DeMar Hamlin struck me a little different. Um, as a brotherhood in the NFL, when injuries happen, when we know injuries are a part of the game, I've seen guys suffer ACLs and Achilles tear, but I've never seen anybody have to be revived and fight for their life on the field. So it struck me a little differently because I remember seeing my brother paralyzed on the field temporarily, and he was able to regain focus. Um, Skip tweeted something, and although I disagree with the tweet, uh, and, and uh, hopefully uh, Skip would take it down, but I didn't want it. Well, yes. time out, time out. I'm not going to take it down because okay. I stand by okay. what I tweeted. Skip, let me okay. finish. Let me. All right, okay. Go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead, let's go, Jen. Okay. I mean, I cannot even get through a monologue without you interrupting okay. me. Well, you could have came back. Skip, well, I thought, Skip, just let me. I, I didn't know I, you I were going to bring no, up No, this. I was just going to say, Skip, I didn't want to yesterday to get into a situation where DeMar Hamlin was the issue. We should have been talking about him and not get into, okay. your, not get into your, uh, your tweet. That's what I was going to do. But you can't even let me finish my opening monologue without you interrupting. Okay. I was under the impression you weren't going to bring this up because nobody here had a problem with no, that tweet. No. Clearly, the bosses wanted you to offer explanations. So clearly, somebody. No, they had a did not have. The, nobody. Let's go, Jen. Thoughts and prayers remain with Demar Hamlin. That's where the focus should have been, and continues. not on a football game. Yes, let's go, Jen. Thank you. As he continues his fight. All right, gentlemen, let's jump into our first topic. Let's talk a little NBA. The Lakers lost in Miami a week ago by 14 points and fell to 14 and 21, tied for their season worst record. After that game, LeBron said he didn't want to, quote, finish my career playing at this level. Since then, LeBron has scored over 40 points in back to back wins. The Lakers host the Heat tonight as five point underdogs. Shannon, do you expect LeBron to lead the Lakers to a big win this time? I do expect him to, but because I don't expect them to have 26 turnovers, 26 turnovers that led to 31 points the last time they played the Heat. I think LeBron is in a tremendous rhythm. He's playing outstanding basketball, 40-point games and back-to-back games. He's the de facto leader of this team. And without Anthony Davis, he's taken more of a scoring load. He's taken more. Uh, he's always been the leader. But I think the thing is for him is that he's in such a great rhythm, and he realized, like, look, guys, maybe I need to do more scoring. Maybe I need to look more for, for my offense as opposed to getting uh, other guys involved. And if you notice, the points are up, the rebounds are up, but the assists uh, are down. And Russ is taking on more of a, 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 the role of the assist guy. Schroeder's done run some of the offense. They let Austin Reeves take some of the, uh, bring the ball up. They're taking the ball out of a lot, LeBron's hand a lot more than what they normally would because they realize him bringing the ball up every single time, him trying to make plays for everybody every single time, that's asking a bit of a guy that just turned 38 a little over, uh, not quite a week ago. So I think they'll play well. I like what I saw from start to finish against the Hornets. That's what they should have done two weeks, excuse me, I think it was about 10 days ago, 
against the Hornets. And not they played defense. They were engaged from start to finish. And when a team is engaged start to finish, good things normally happen. I like the way LeBron took the game over in the fourth quarter. He was able to finish the ball game, that three ball. He shot the three ball well in Atlanta for whatever reason. He can't string together three-point games, three-point shooting games, like he has shooting from the field, getting downhill. Even his free throw percentage has risen all the way up to 75.2. We got a bet that he's going to get to somehow, he's going to get to 79%, and he's well on his way. But I love, I love the way they're playing right now. Guys, uh, 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 TB, Thomas Bryant has been unbelievable filling in for Anthony Davis. He's giving you high double-doubles every single ball game. Everybody is contributing, and that's something that you, the Lakers can hang their hat on. And like uh, uh, D. Ham said, Darvin Ham, the head coach, says, look, we're trying to close the gap with the wins and the losses. And as soon as we can get to that thing to get even, even Stevens, LeBron James, because like I said, are they a top two or three seed? But I, I, I still believe they could, if Anthony Davis can come back, what, mid-January, maybe early February, and LeBron James can still play at this level and we get guys contributing, I think the Lakers can get to the play-in, and then when they get to the play-in and have Anthony Davis, I think they're going to be a very, very scary team. Mm. Okay, so we have come full circle in one week from this team feeling like it hit bottom yeah. at Miami, yes. falling to 14-21, and 21, which was their worst record of the year at yep. that point, tied for the worst. And now you have a chance in your second shot at Miami, yes. a team that Darvin Ham greatly admires the mindset of. He yeah. talked after the game, Heat I culture. love their, 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 their approach, approach to basketball. Yes. I love their defensive attitude. Yes. Their defensive they're, first they're, team. They're hard-nosed. They, they play hard basketball yes. every night. Yes. Okay, so now you have a shot at home. And I thought it would be closer to a picket game, but but the odds makers still don't trust your team enough against this team. So you're a four point dog at home. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. LeBron has been astonishing the last two games, albeit at Atlanta, at Charlotte. They're not great basketball teams, but he put on two all time great performances yes. against those teams. Yes. And the point is that as he has turned 38 in year 20, he is playing at an extraordinarily high level, at least in these last two games. Now, the question becomes, can you sustain at age 38 in year 20? I say he can only because his body looks sensational right. to me. His body looks as great as it's ever looked. He looks like he's down a few pounds from last year, which is a great thing. Well, you remember last year, Skip, yep. in year 19, he had that stretch where he had 23 straight games of at least 25 yep. points. He get 21 against the Clippers, yep. and then he goes 30-plus, yep. and then he goes 56. Yep. So we see that he's still okay. because of his body. Okay, but there are moments this year, there were stretches this year, where he looked a little old and tired right. to me, and I think we both agreed, man, he, he's got to take it back up a notch. But what did I say? I felt he had something going on lower body-wise. Well, maybe. And you, if you notice, well, Skip, since whatever, whatever case, whatever it was, he had the groin issue. Since he's been back from that groin issue, Skip, since December 11th, he's averaging 35 on 58% shooting. Mm -hmm. So this is almost a month, and yeah. we've, we've seen LeBron James look like LeBron James of 28, not 38. Okay. But even I, though 38 might be the new 28. Okay. Well, it might be because he's playing 28. Right. Heck, he's playing 22. <laughs> so the point is, this is a real measuring stick yeah. for me tonight at the crypt. Because 
Miami is not playing great basketball this year. Yeah. They're 20 and 18. Yeah, but they're so hit or miss. I mean, you see them one game, they, and they'll beat anybody. Okay. And then the next game, they're... Okay, they're, they're good on defense, but they're not great right. because they're eighth in defensive efficiency. So they have the pieces to be very good because Bam he can just oh, command yeah, yeah, the lane. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in offensive efficiency, they have plummeted to 20 seconds. Yeah, they're not so, very good. So they're, they're, not, they're not playing great right. basketball. So here's my point. I look back at that night. It was a night LeBron emotionally hit bottom because it came across to me, not to you, but after the game, it felt like a concession speech where he talked about that, <laughs> that he wants to win, that winning is all that matters, yeah. that winning is in his DNA. Yes. And that where, where's the other quote about, he said, I don't want to finish my career playing at this level from a team aspect. And it felt like a little bit of a shot to me at his teammates, like, you're just not good enough to support me at this age and stage of my career. But who's responsible for putting the pieces around okay. him that are good enough? See, right. I think we look at it totally different. You thought All he was right. taking a shot at his teammates. I thought he was taking a shot at Rob Palenka. All you right. and I both could be correct. Okay, we might be correct. And he finished that quote with, I'll still be able to compete for championships because I know what I can still bring to any ball club with the uh, – Right pieces. Right. Well, okay. Well, you, okay. Well, With the right the, pieces. You ain't got the right pieces there, okay. bro. All right. So it felt like I'm giving up this year on winning. I'm still going to play as hard as I can play. And obviously the Kareem goal, which we're right. going to discuss later, is in plain sight. It, it's it, on the it, horizon. It's coming It's quickly. on the horizon. Okay. Skill. It, it almost feels like he's going to pass Kareem tonight. tonight. Yeah, yeah, I was going right? to say okay. Friday. All right. So the point is I'm – very interested to see if he can keep it up at this level against this team tonight in this building because I think he can. And my only issue with what I thought or felt or sounded like a concession speech after Miami was, remember what happened at Miami? They out-rebounded him by, by seven. Right. They outshot them, them from the floor. They outshot them from three. LeBron got some help from three. He did make a couple himself, but he, he got two from Pat Bev, and he got two from Schroeder, and he got two from Russ on that night, and he got four from Troy Brown. They outshot Miami from three. Right. So if I just told you those three things before and you didn't know the outcome of the game, you'd say, got that. Right. You got that one. But the, the biggest problem was, was tw- turnovers. 26 turnovers. That, that's okay. a- 24, 24 to five. The, and, okay. and 31 to two. 31 to 2 in points off turnovers. So you're going to lose okay, that well, you're, game. You're going to lose yeah. that game. So the point was LeBron had six of those turnovers. Yes. So he was a key culprit in the turnover he, category yeah. that was all important in that game. So in a shock to me, he birthdays, he comes right out of that and goes to Atlanta with wife and mom sitting in front <laughs> row, and, and he goes ballistic on the Hawks. Right. I did make the case there's no Clint Capella, but it, it, in the end, he did that right. at the highest of level, although I also must say about the NBA, it seems like every night somebody just, scores 55. It just seems like – I, I was just talking to my producer, Ash. I was like, it used to be if you score 50, you own the night. If you score 50 points, you might be third or fourth. Because yeah. somebody dropped 55, somebody dropped 60, and we just saw Donovan Mitchell go get 71. 71, and Clay had 54 two yeah. nights ago, and now we're going to talk about Giannis got 55 LeBron's Last like, night, hey, this 43, yeah. 43, 11, and, and, and six. And it doesn't, it, it's, it like pales by comparison. Right. 47 he got at Atlanta it, doesn't seem that, right. that great anymore, but it was great by his standards yeah. and his stage and age. So the point is, I think this team still has enough pieces to be more competitive than it has been. 
I still see. You brought up Thomas Bryant. He's been a revelation yeah, for this well. team he because well. he's, he plays big basketball. Right. And he can drift out. And, and if you dare him, he, he'll make the three. Right. And he'll make them, like, with conviction. Yeah. Where I say, oh, he, he believes he can actually well, the shoot best thing, that The shot. best thing he's doing in, in D. Ham, Darvin Ham, speaks about it, mm-hmm. is that he's commanding the defensive end. Yep. The rebounding. Yep. He's not allowing teams to get second-chance points. And so that, and the Lakers, the Lakers used to get pounded on the glass. Yep. But they're doing a great job. Over the past 10 games, Skip, they're sixth in offense. So it, sh- it tells you they're being more efficient offensively. They're getting really, really clean shots, yep. and they're knocking those shots down. It's a make-or-miss league. So I can give you all the wide-open shots that you want, and we saw this a lot last year, Skip. Yep. It wasn't like they were get- get contested shots. No. They just couldn't hit open shots. <sighs> Austin Reeves broke out of his slump. He did. So to me, you should win this game even as a four-point underdog. <laughs> you think they will win this game, I do. right? I do think they'll win okay. this game. Because I don't believe they'll have – I don't believe they're going to have 24 turnovers again. I believe LeBron James will be LeBron James. Now, I don't know about going back-to-back-to-back 40-plus point games. Uh, They got a lot of big bodies that can throw at him. They can throw Jimmy Butler. They can throw – you know, put Bam. Bam is tremendous at help – deep on weak side help defense. So they have some some guys that they can throw at LeBron. But LeBron is in a rhythm. And that's the one thing – what I've noticed about these great NBA players. If they get in the rhythm, they don't give a damn what you do. Donovan Mitchell got to where he's going, where he was going. Skip, they threw everything they could. It did not matter. You see Luka, you throw everything you want. It does not matter. Joel Embiid, they doubling, they tripling. When he says, look, but man, that basket is big as a tub. There's nothing. You, you're at their mercy. You just look at your coach, you're like. Okay, so LeBron had them at his mercy at Atlanta. He does love that building. He loves it. And at Charlotte, it's Michael, you know, it's Michael you know Jordan's he, house. Since he's got the team, 30, yeah. 37, it was since he bought, I think he's 37 and three. I think he had one game. He had stretched. We had like 31 consecutive wins. Okay. So I continue to say LeBron James is, is the greatest driver of the basketball I've ever seen. And I still believe even today, I'm not believe, I, I don't believe there's anybody stronger at attacking the rim than LeBron is. I just don't because he's still 6'9". Right. He's 250. And he's ambidextrous, and what he does best is attack and get you in foul trouble because right. John Collins had no chance right. against him. And, they, you know, Charlotte Skip, they don't really have anybody but Plumlee. They and don't. He, and he don't. He's not a big body. He's, he's not, not a, a big body. But here's the thing, Skip, what's concerning. He's played at least 37 minutes in six of the last 12 games. Yep. That, at bare minimum. That's a, Now, when you ask, can he keep it going, can you reduce? He played 40 minutes the other night. Can you cut those minutes? Can you get him back down to where he's playing 35, 34 minutes? I don't know how because I remember when they asked Steve Kerr, why are you playing Kevin Durant? Why are you playing guys all these? We're trying to win. Mm -hmm. Do you see we've given up so many games early? We've got to try to find a way to snake our way back into it and win some of these games. You win games by having your best players play. So that's the question. That's the the, the rock and hard place that Darvin Ham's in. I want to win. But at what cost do I burden my, my best player? Well, you would hope that Anthony Davis would be back sooner than later, and I just don't know what to say about it, do whatever you, a stress reaction is in his foot. Do you see him coming back prior to February? I, I, I can't even speculate on that because I know stress reactions. You look at the imaging, right. and it just looks a little hazy gray, right. like we're not sure what's in there. Right. It's not really fractured, but it's like on a borderline right. fracture. And you can't do anything but just let stay it off it and let it heal. Correct. So I don't know, but they seem rather hopeful about it. So 
before you would think by mid-January he'd be back, but I don't know. And I, then I, you're going to run risk of pounding on it and, and irritating. Right. Him again. And if you look at Skip, I mean, the guy jumped up in the air, and before he came down, I mean, he's he's. Yep. So that's that's the thing. Let's just say for the sake of argument, mid-January. Yeah. That's why I think that's when they're going to reevaluate him. Okay. That's no guarantee that he's going to come back then. Nope. Okay, so now we're looking at February. If you bring him back February, are you looking before or after the All-Star game? Do you just go ahead and leave him out until after the All-Star game and give him yep. an extra week to two weeks to let that thing heal as much as it possibly can? Because that's the stretch. That stretch after the All-Star game until right, you know, the, uh, uh, the end of the season. That's when you got to make your push. That's where you need to be. Because if you're going into the playoffs, like you said, Skip, you want to be streaking, but you want to have your chemistry. You want everything because AD's been out of the lineup. LeBron has been in the lineup. So they're going to have to get back on the same playing field. Final point. For whatever reason, LeBron just can't find it from three. <laughs> he, he just For needs one game, to but not two. Okay, but but even two out of five, that's a good game for him. Oh, yeah, the four out of six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay, four out of six. Would you believe at 31, I'm sorry, 30.1%, that's barely above 30%, he now ranks 150 of 151 qualified three-point shooters. So we, we, he, what, what, what would we have before and after Atlanta? We had, we had really like eight, nine spots. Maybe, but you're now second <laughs> from last. It's Jalen Noel is at the bottom. Who is that? I don't even know, but he's ranked dead last. Well, he's going to stay the dead point last. Is, and Russ would be last, but he's not qualified. He hasn't shot enough, but he's at 27.3%, which is all-time pathetic. But but it, Russ is going to hurt us because he didn't play the second half because he had a sore foot. Yep. Now, is he, is he capable of playing? Because, Skip, for better or for worse, he's going to push the pace. And he gonna get like he gonna get six points on layups because he pushed the pace and they weren't ready and he's laying the ball into the basket and they're taking it out. We need that. He does a great. He and Thomas Bryant have tremendous chemistry. Yep. Because he's getting to the basket. He's in Stephen Adams. Remember how Russ used to get to the basket and drop it, yep. and Stephen Adams laid it up That's or dunking all he it. Did. That's TB. That is TB, TB. So, so now he's TB. He's so good, he's got a nickname. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure that's what they call him. I mean, I'm just going by, like, athletes in the locker room. We give, like, nicknames. We give you initials. Very seldom do you call somebody by their, their full name. You call them their last name. You go by initials, like JT. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Except for the king. He's just LeBron. They, 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 right? probably, they call him Bron. Yeah. They call LeBron. him Bron. Okay. I mean, you got... They call you Skip. They don't know how to call you by your government name. Well, I got, I got name Skip from birth. Uh, I mean, I never was called my government name, so I don't know. So did, did they call you Skip at school? Well, my, not to take a left turn here, but my, my father called my mother Skip as in Skipper. You're like, you're the Skipper of the, the ship, ship while they were dating, okay. and I was the firstborn. Okay. And so immediately my father, when he saw me in the hospital, said, there's my little skipper. You're right. And so right away, I was just skip. So, so, so you're not I, a skip off his block. But, you but, skip but off I, her I, block. I was named his name, John Edward II. Okay. okay. But nobody, not one time in my life did my mother ever call me John. So what, not did, they, one time. what did they call you at school? Skip. Until I got to junior <laughs> high school or whatever we called it then. And right. when, you, when all the grade schools went right. together, then on, on the official roster, you know, you, that when they called Mr. roll, May, yeah. it, they said John Bayless. And, and my... My grade school teammates looked at me like did, they didn't even know my did name. Did you answer? Because you had been called Skip for so long. You, I, I probably, if you called me a name for so long, you've been called Skip your whole life. And all of a sudden, who is John Bayless? Okay. You're looking around like, who well, is that? Well, each time I had to say, 
I'm sorry, my name is Skip. And they'd say, no nicknames. It's my name. Okay, so I'd have to go after after class and say, I'm sorry, nobody's ever called me John. And then they would all change it to Skip. Okay. And after a while, they didn't care. So now everybody. So, so see, that'd be a great trivia question. Yep. What is Skip Bayless's real name? Okay. Well, I think it's in the Wikipedia or somewhere. Is it? I think so. I don't know. So I think people would know it. I don't think so. Yeah. Not uh, not off the cuff. Now, if you give somebody a chance maybe. to Google it, they yeah. would. I don't. Okay. Maybe. I, I don't know. So skill. So see, you got a big I'm name. I'm just glad I'm not a John. <laughs> mm. Yeah, chip off the old mm. mom's block. All right, not your the turn next, block. Shannon. Mom's block. Uh, We're gonna have to come up with a nickname for you too, Shannon. They, they call me Shay. Shay works. <laughs> That's what they call Shay. me. Yeah. Of course, Club Shay Shay. Yes. All right, guys, let's move on. How likely do you think it is that the Cowboys end up with the NFC East title when all is said and done this Sunday? Un. Plus, should the Buccaneers be sitting Tom Brady and their other starters? Absolutely That's not. next, right here on Undisputed. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. The Cowboys and Eagles both kick off at 425 Eastern this Sunday. Both teams have a shot at the NFC East title. Yesterday on 105.3 The Fan, Jerry Jones said, quote, There's too much to play for when asked if the Cowboys might rest a few starters. Jerry continued saying he'd, quote, certainly love to get a bye. That week off is so critical. Shannon, the big one on Sunday. How does this play out? Bad NFL dirty. NFL said, we ain't going to have y'all clock watching because we know what y'all was going to be doing. Y'all was going to wait. If we put the Eagles at 1 o'clock, Cowboys, you guys watch it, and then we, you'll, you'll play accordingly. Cow, if we put the Cowboys at 1, Eagles, we already know what y'all was going to do, but the Eagles was going to have to play anyway because San Francisco theoretically could catch, catch them, Skip. So if they lose this game, they're not worried about that. Yeah, you lose the division, but you lose the number one seed also because San Francisco plays 
Arizona, mm. I like their chances at home of beating Arizona. I love their chances. <laughs> okay. So with that being said, Skip, when we talked about this, what did I tell you when you played Jacksonville? I said, Skip, if you don't beat Jacksonville, it doesn't matter if you beat the Eagles because you've given up three games. Now, Eagles lost last week. Guess what, Skip? Y'all sitting pretty. Mm. You'd have been sitting pretty. Now you win this game, you got a division. Don't worry about what the Eagles do. But now you got to hope and pray and wish, and it's not going to happen. Mm. It's not going to happen. You're not getting a first round by. You should be. That's what you should want. You should want to be in that situation mm. where you go to uh, Tampa and deal with Tampa. And you sure you want Aaron Rodgers in the playoff after what that man has done to y'all? Not just in the playoff, but in the regular season. You should say, I want no parts of him. Mm. I want Tampa. And so I believe that is the matchup that's going to happen. Mm. I, do, uh, um, I think we're going to talk about Green Bay. I, I like Green Bay chances. Uh, at home, they're playing really well. They're running the football, but the defense over the last couple of weeks have played outstanding football. So with that being said, no, you're not going to win this game. Now the question is, what do the Giants do? Because that is the question. I don't believe, Skip, they can improve their seeding. They can't. They're locked. They're six. Okay. It's done. So what's the reward versus what's the risk? I get Saquon deemed. I get Daniel Jones deemed. Then guess what? You made the playoffs, but you're not going anywhere without those two guys. So that is the question that Brian Dayball has to ask himself. Risk versus reward. Yep. Okay, I hear everything you just said, but I'm going to go back to your your question that you posed in the midst of (laughs) what you said. Okay. In a perfect world, if I had my druthers, I would take Aaron Rodgers at Jerry World over having to deal with the GOAT at Tampa. i just take it. I, I'll take Aaron at age 38 with his track record in the postseason, not against us, just in general, because he's 7-9 and nine since that long-ago, 12-year-ago Super Bowl run. I, I'll take that over having to deal with Brady and a, and a lesser team. Right. Aaron's got a better team than right. Brady does. Right. Like, maybe a lot better team. But I, I'll still – I dread having to face that guy in Tampa. But you know, Skip, but, all you have to worry about is throw, the passing. You okay. got no running game. Okay. You're only going to get like 50 yards. Okay, I, I get all that. <laughs> I, you know what? You can stat me to death. You can paper me to death. Okay. But they're not going to play on paper because I just watched the GOAT, GOAT Carolina. I don't know what it is about him. He can sting it up for the whole year, and then all of a sudden he says, okay, it's time. Let's do so, this. So in other words, you're going to say, look at one game and say, look what he did against Carolina and disregard the other 15. It was just 432 yards. Yeah. It, it was his masterpiece. It was by far his best game of the year in the biggest game of the year because they had to win, albeit in the NFC going south. Right. But, but it was a hat and T-shirt game. Right. It, it, we're going we're gonna to talk about this in a moment, okay. but it, it was effectively maybe playing for a bye kind of a game because you wouldn't have to play against Atlanta. Right. And he just said, okay, watch this. Right. And Mike Evans came back from the quote-unquote dead. Right. It's like, what, there, there he is. He hadn't caught a touchdown pass for 11 games, and he catches three. Given that, considering yeah. Mike Evans hadn't caught a touchdown in 11 yeah. games, given that Tom Brady hadn't had but a couple of 300-yard games, so you saw enough in that game to say, you know what, it's fixed, they're ready. I guess the answer to that is I've seen enough for 20 years. I just know what happens to him. He's psycho. He goes playoff psycho Tom. But let me ask you a question. In any of those 20 years during the regular season, did they look like this? No, no. I I buy all that until Carolina. And then 
Carolina was hot, man. They'd won three out of four. They'd won four or six. I couldn't even make a case on paper how they could beat Carolina. Right. But they they beat them rather soundly, even though Sam Darnold threw for 341. And plus the fact is is that you got four turnovers, and it took four turnovers for you to get to 30. Okay, I got it. And you were right. I just, I'm still afraid of that guy in that moment in that state. Had I not seen this year, I would agree okay, with you. Okay, all right, okay, I got it. But here's the point okay. that, that renders all this moot is it's not going to happen. <laughs> We're not going to get out from under it. We're not going to play Aaron Rodgers because it feels like a done deal. Right. But you mentioned the Eagles. Okay, you're right about Jacksonville. We mucked it up. Okay, we, we had them 27 to 10. We flexed our firepower. We had, we had them 28 to 14 going to the fourth, and we flexed our firepower. We lost in overtime both times. Right. And in, in both overtimes, we had a stretch where it looked like, oh, we got this. Right. No, you we don't got, got this. Okay, so you, you say the Eagles game didn't matter. But what it mattered to me hugely was to our psyche, to our relaunch momentum, to our reborn confidence that we lost at Jacksonville, right. all of a sudden we got back on that proverbial horse in Dallas and we rode it. But right? guess what? You didn't feel good about the win that okay. you had at Tennessee. Okay. You came out here and gave them a big okay. old nothing. All right. So I got it. They were highly unimpressive. Yeah. It's Joshua Dobbs, yes. the, the third string quarterback. <laughs> so now I'm fine with them playing their players. It's, it's almost a good thing that they're forced to play their players. They're going to monitor. They're going to have somebody hawking the TV. And as soon as Jalen and company, and I assume Jalen's going to play, but I don't know that for a dead solid fact. I'm talking about Jalen Hurts. But if if they do what they should do against Giants, who I can't make any case for the Giants playing anybody. I just can't. It's why the odds makers are saying Philly is a 14-point favorite over – an arch division rival that has given them fits before. Well, it seems to me Vegas is believing that they're not going to play. They're not going to play any players. Well, back to your point about the sixth seed, they're locked in. So they're going to get Minnesota at Minnesota. And I remind you, on Christmas Eve, Brian Dayball and company went up there and played the heck out of them. Remember, it went to the last drop. It it took a 61-yard field goal by, what's his name, Greg Joseph. Right. 61 yeah. yards to beat them 27 well, to they 24. Came, well, uh, the Giants came back because the Minnesota had the game in hand they late did. in the fourth quarter. They did. And then they mounted a comeback. Okay. So with that being said, Skip, I remember that Bears situation my last year in Denver. Yeah. Uh, last game of the season, we were already locked into the fifth seed, yep. which means we were going to go on the road, and I think we were going to play uh, 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 Peyton. We are going to play Peyton after we had just beat them earlier. Probably like three weeks earlier, we had beat them there. So we were locked into the five seed. We were playing Green Bay the final game, and Mike took us all, and we didn't, and we didn't none of the starters played. So I'm thinking, if I'm Brian Dayball, because the risk-reward, okay, yeah, it would be nice, Skip, because what, what are they? They, they 10, 5, and 1, right? Isn't that, they the 10, Giants are 9, 6, and 1. Yeah. They might be nice. Yeah. Okay. But nine, what, six, whatever. Yeah, they're but, the six seed. They're, so they're so be. It, would be, it would be nice to say, you know what? We won 10 games. Okay. But at no, what cost? At, at, at too much cost. Okay. So I look at Daniel Jones' numbers at Minnesota on Christmas Eve, and he throws for 334. Right. I mean, he is coming of age. It took a long time for yeah. him to grow up, but, but he's becoming a legit quarterback. Right. And they're going to have to seriously consider paying him for the long term. Is, he, is, he, is this you know, his fifth-year option? Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Okay. So the point is, 
I can't make any case for a miracle happening, and it would take a miracle at Philadelphia. But I will say this about the Eagles. They are reeling psychologically. They are. They are. Because you can't get this deep into a season. You can't get this late in the game. And even though it was Gardner Minshew, who's not a terrible backup, he's 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 an adequate backup quarterback who has won a bunch of games as a starting quarterback. Yeah. And he played very well at Dallas, except you can't cough it up. It, it was four, but three of them were his fault. Yeah, and okay. then what did he do? He made the one crucial mistake you, you, at, to Marshawn. One, just one. That's all it the, took, yeah. and that ended that game. And one quick throw deep in your own territory. Okay, so it's Gardner Minshew. So I don't know what to say about Jalen Hurts. We know what happened at Chicago. He got fallen upon mm-hmm. after he'd run the football, and he got back up and shook it off, and he stayed in the game, and he threw for 110 more yards, and he ran for a fourth down, first down, and he ran for a touchdown, and he ran for a two-point conversion. Right. So I don't know. We're seeing the play right here where he got that, – that's, yeah. that's the rule in the pocket that they, they it, will it, throw the flag Yeah, on. you ain't in no pocket. Though. Okay, <laughs> and that's why they have that rule. Right. You can't body weight fall, but he's running with the football down the field, and he gets kaboomed. Mm-hmm. Shoulder goes, AC joint. I don't know exactly what's going on, but Nick Sirianni was still, he even brought up DeMar about what what had happened on Monday night in in relation to Jalen saying, we got to be overprotective here of of his long-term health. And it was almost like suggesting we're not sure. He said, I don't have any medical clearance on him yet this week. Yeah, because, Skip, you never really want to fall flush on the football. Yeah. You always try to fall yeah. on the side, but you don't want to get your hate when somebody falls and put their weight on you yeah. because you're already falling on that shoulder and then crunch on top of yeah. it. So you get compounded. But you definitely don't want them to fall on top of you no. when you've fallen on top of the you, football. You don't. That's really how you can, you can break okay. something and do some serious damage. So, so now you're in a weird desperation mode against a team that might not play any of its starters. Right. But you've got to go take care of business, and right. you need to put them away in the first half. Yeah. That's what you should do. I'm, I'm going to assume, I'm going to presume that Jalen Hurts will play football this Sunday. Okay. And I'm going to presume that they will put the Giants away fairly quickly, which would make me presume that if Dallas is closely monitoring, that as soon as that game gets out of hand – where it's got to be completely out of hand that, that you don't have. So in other words, you're looking to be playing. You gonna play into the third quarter then? Maybe somewhere in that range. Okay. And that's okay with me. But as soon as that game is over, I'm talking about you, like effectively over. Right. As soon as it's 28 to nothing or 35 to seven, and you say, okay, enough. You should pull mm-hmm. your starters because you you got to give them some break. Right. Because to me, we're about to talk about it with the Brady situation. A buy is precious. It's it's why everybody wants the one seed. There's only one buy now, but but well, it, it, the Giants can get a buy. They, they can, can rest their starters. They okay, can rest they, their starters. Got it. Right, right in their lap. They do. But Jerry Jones is saying, look, Jerry's been doing. You, you can question his sort of football <laughs> acumen, but he's been doing this right. for so long that he knows that miracles do happen in this league oh, yeah. on any given Sunday. But what happened, here's the thing. Now, you know y'all how y'all are. The most cowboy thing ever okay. would be what? Yeah. The Eagles the, the lose, and then you turn that around. That would be it. That would be my worst nightmare. That would be Jerry's worst yeah, nightmare. Exactly. And yet, Washington is our arch rival. They're certainly capable. They're out. Right. But, but are, j- just for fun, just just for and, kicks. And it looks us. like they're leaning towards Taylor Heineke yeah, starting yeah, okay. after what they saw with, with, with uh, yep. Carson Wentz. But, Skip, in 97, we lost three or four. We were reeling. We lost to Pittsburgh. Uh, who did we lose? Kansas City beat us on a 54-yarder to take the division from us. And so we had to play the last game. We played the Chargers. 
we beat the brakes off of them. So we kind of got, because we were, we were rolling, Skip. We were yep. rolling. We, we felt really good. Yep. And then we that last game gave us our confidence back. We went into the playoff play with a lot of confidence, and yep. we had to go back to a lot of the scene of the crimes. Yep. We had to go back to Kansas City, who had just beaten us three weeks early to take the division. We had to go back to 303 River, Skip, and beat the Steelers, who mm-hmm. had beat the brakes off us just five weeks earlier. Yep. So if you get some confidence, if they can win this last game, I don't care if the Giants play. I don't care if they brought LT, whomever. If they can win this last game in winning in convincing fashion, now, okay, we're back. We're back in business. Okay. Jalen Hurts is going to feel good about himself. Skip, it's hard for me to believe that this man won't play. I thought he would play last week because of the way I saw him moving, but he took another week. I believe he plays. Okay. I, I'm saying there's an 85 90% chance Jalen Hurts plays on Sunday. I thought he was going to play against I did, Dallas. I did, too. No, Dallas. No, 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 I wouldn't okay. play against yeah. Dallas. But, but Dallas... He, he made it clear to the media, I want to play. Yeah. And it was Sirianni, probably went above Sirianni right. up to Roseman Jeff, and Jeff Lurie. Yeah, yeah. No. Right. We can't risk further injury. And I see, I can, now that I look back at it, and hindsight's a magnificent science, I can see why they didn't play him against New Orleans. They say if Gardner Minshew played against New Orleans like he played against Dallas, we're going to win this game going away. Unfortunately for them, he didn't look anything like he did in Dallas. No, he did not. So in the end, it looks like it will play out that we're going to GOAT. And yet Jerry is clinging to (laughs) that one little tiny ray of sunshine up there that the Giants, even if it's the backups, would get off hot and get a turnover and and make it a crazy game all the way home. Well, you don't want to be in a situation where you make it a crazy. It's late late in the ball game and it's still a ball game. Tyrod, if I'm not mistaken, I think Tyrod Taylor is their backup. He's a proven he's a proven backup. He he's won some games no, in this no. league. He will compete yeah. and he will make correct yeah. plays. He always makes correct Took plays. Took Buffalo to, to the playoffs one year. He did. Oh, that was the year that uh, Jacksonville almost won the uh, almost got to the Super Bowl. I like him. Yeah, I I, I admire the way he competes and and commands the yeah. position. So he's credible. Right. But if you're if your backups across the ball, it's just hard for him yeah. to rise above yeah. backups. It's just hard, Skip, to play a game. And come out unscathed. Yeah, somebody's gonna get nicked. Okay, and you just hope it's not a key contributor. Obviously, everybody is important, but there are greater importance on yeah. some. I don't. I'm not trying to get Saquon. I'm not trying to get Daniel Jones nicked because it's not like Daniel Jones has the best offensive line. He ain't. They, they don't have the Eagles up there now. The no. Eagles got an issue with that right tackle. They do now. now. You see Cam Jordan. You see what you, you see what Cam Jordan did, right? He had five and a half sacks going and coming into that game. He, he left with eight and a half. Now, I, I don't know how many that is, but five and a half to eight and a half, something bad happened. Okay. I believe the Giants won't play really much of anybody. Okay. I believe the Giants are poised and primed to go to Minnesota. In like their chances with Minnesota. I, I love their chances at Minnesota because they're going to feel real good about their mm-hmm. chances because they just did – it was almost like what the Giants did against Brady back right. in 07, right. where in that last regular season game, wasn't it 38 to 35? Uh, yeah, they, 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 they played. Yeah, they, yeah. They played so the they'll stars. go up there with that kind of confidence against a team that can be real hot and real not. Right. Yeah. Real not. Yeah. And I believe it'll be real not in this game, and the Giants will, will have a, a rather miraculous rebirth under Brian Dayball with the playoff win. The one thing we know about Cousins is that you, if you get to him early, you yeah. can have him late. Oh, and, what, and what did Dallas do? Damn near the first play of the game, Michael Parsons sacked him, yeah. fumble, and the ball game was over. Yeah. You look at what Green Bay did to him early, 
basically another 40 points you're lacking, yep. and the ball game was over. So yep. that's what the Giants do. Can the Giants get to him, rattle him early, and take him out of his ball game for the entirety of the ball game? You got it. It is truly remarkable what Dayball has been able to do with the it Giants. Is. It's going to be he a good one this year, Sunday, man. everybody. A very, very strong candidate, that's for sure, Shannon. All right, you guys alluded to it a moment ago. Let's talk a little Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Even though Tampa locked into that fourth seed in the NFC, Todd Bowles said this week, yep, he's planning to play their starters. Tom Brady said the game is not meaningless on the Let's Go podcast. Brady said, quote, everything's in preparation for what's ahead. I think you could look at, okay, it's not going to matter per standing, but it matters because you're a professional. Shannon, should the Bucks play their starters on Sunday in reality? Hell yeah, and hope it goes to overtime. And hopefully you can replicate what you did against Carolina. Because if you look at what they had done up until Carolina, who there was no indication that the performance that they got from Carolina was even possible. So, Skip, you want to try to build on what you got against Carolina. The one thing that you don't want to do, okay, we did that against Carolina, take a week off, let's turn it back up again. Try to build on that. Try to have some of the some of the things that went successful for you against Carolina. Let's see if we can replicate that against Atlanta. Now, I, I, Atlanta's Atlanta. They're starting a rookie quarterback, Desmond Ritter. Played okay. They ended up winning the game against Arizona, if I'm not mistaken, last week. But Tom Brady, it's all about rhythm. Can I find that rhythm again with Mike, with Mike Evans? I got three long touchdowns. I had one long touchdown to Mike Evans all year. I hadn't been able to find Mike Evans damn near the whole year. That's I found correct. him three times. Yep. I've got a rhythm. Chris Godwin is Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin's going to make his plays. I still think his, that's his most trusted receiver because mm-hmm. when all else fail, he's looking on him for an option route or he's looking for him, looking for him across the middle. Yep. I'm trying to do everything I possibly can. If I could bottle it, I would have bottled it. <laughs> Whatever the case may be, Todd Bowles, however you conducted your practice, your meetings, do that again. Mm. You know, coaches are very superstitious. You know, whatever, whatever, if they have success, especially after struggling, same socks, same time, same meeting, all the schedule will be very, very similar to what happened last week in a win. Although, I don't think that has anything to do with it, mm. but the mind is a, the mind can convince you that it did have something to do with yep. it. So, Skip, I understand why uh, uh, the Patriots, why the Buccaneers and Todd Bowles decided to go this route. Because their offense needs to get rhythm and try and replicate what they did against Carolina, against Atlanta, and feel good going into the playoffs. Because I believe they're going to play the Cowboys, and the Cowboys can't attack. If they can't do anything else. Now, they haven't done it with the greater the, the regularity that they did early in the season, Skip. Yep. But I believe they can still attack the quarterback and cause Tom Brady some problems. Okay. All right. I hear everything you just said, but now back to your position on the Giants, you think it would benefit the Giants greatly just to take the week off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you don't think it would benefit the Buccaneers to take a week off. Because, look, it's, it's a great accomplishment for the Giants to get this far. Brian Dayball should be commended. If he's coach of the year, I'm not going to fight you. But that's not what the Buccaneers are about. They're not just about making the playoffs. Todd Bowles is not going to get one vote for Coach of the Year. No. It's about getting to and winning the championship. That's Tom Brady. Tom Brady is going to have that. <clears throat> excuse me. Tom Brady is going to have that over his head, Skip, as long as he's the NFL because that's all he plays for. Yeah, the, the, the division that's nice, and he say, yeah, it's nice to win a division because it's so hard. But you know that's not what that guy plays for. Okay. You know that's not what that guy came back for. Okay, I got you. My position on this, which I first spoke up on yesterday, was and is, I don't get what they're doing here. 
silly me, and I'm going to disagree with both Todd Bowles and Tom Brady on this Okay. One. I did consider this game against Carolina what I have called my whole career hat and T-shirt game. It's for the division, and you do get your – what, what do their T-shirts say? Conquered the South. I'd be embarrassed uh, to put that yeah, on. Yeah, you would. Unless you're General Sherman, maybe you could wear that T-shirt, right? <laughs> yeah. Conquered you, the South. You did not conquer the okay. South. Okay. Well, that's what their T-shirts said. So they get their hats and right. they get their T-shirts. But more important, I thought they were going to get their quote-unquote buy. Okay. Because I thought of all the teams entering the playoffs, this aging team, this battered team, this I'll go as far as saying this decimated football team <clears throat> needed everybody to heave a sigh and take one week off and get ready for the Dallas, I think the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. And yet, right out of the box on Sunday evening or Sunday after the game, Tom Brady says, it would bother me if I don't play. It would bother you? Yeah. Well, he's throwing down the gauntlet to Todd Bowles like, I'm going to be bothered if you say I can't play. Skip, it's all about rhythm for okay. him. You know, right. you know quarterback rhythm is everything, and he believes he has it now. Okay. And he had it for one game. <laughs> okay. Okay, like at the highest level right. you, you'll ever see him. He was like 45 going on 25 in yes. that game. Yes, Okay, so here's his quotes from the, what's podcast. it called, Let's Go Podcast. Okay. He said, I understand the context about the playoffs and the bye, but I don't think anything we do in football is meaningless. Everything is preparation for what's ahead. I think you you could look at, okay, it's not going to matter per standing because it doesn't, but it matters because you're a professional. Okay, this is the classic lame cliche from Ah. Tom Brady. But but you know what? What? He believes that with all his heart and soul because he's believed it since he was a little kid. Right. Like, if you give me the opportunity to play football, I'm going to play football, and I'm going to do it with all my might. And if you give me the opportunity in a real live NFL game, even though it doesn't matter at all, it matters to me professionally and personally because you're going to give me Potentially four quarters of football yeah. to, as he says, get better. Right. You give me the great opportunity against yeah. a real live division rival True. opponent. True. I, I assume Atlanta's going to play there. I don't know what they're yeah, going to they do. Play. I yeah. mean, some of them are kind of home for the holidays in their right. heads. But, right. But the point is, even Todd Bowles said on Monday, we can get better at a lot of things. Duh. Yeah. You could get way better well, at a lot of things. What about your question? If they don't play, how can they get better? Okay, they can't, but they can get healthier. <laughs> and that, to me, is more precious right now than a practice game, a scrimmage oh, game against the Atlanta Falcons. Considering what you've seen from this offense mm-hmm. the entire season, you think health, you think rest is okay. more important than, than, than rhythm. I don't think Tristan Wirfs should be back in the lineup okay, well, just okay, yet. Okay, 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 So okay. he needs a – Okay, he'll withstand it. Okay, but you, you can't throw Brady out there unless you make all the linemen go out there, well, right? You can't do backups. You can't no, no, no. Be, I'm, not, I'm not talking no. about the entire line. Yeah. I'm talking about him. Okay, and Donovan Smith came back prematurely this past week because he's nicked. I don't exactly know what's wrong with him, but they said he shouldn't have been playing, that he was a game time, and he decided to suck it up and right. go. Okay, the only reason to play is – Ryan Jensen is practicing again, right. and, and he is the guts of that offensive line, the captain of the offensive line, and Brady's personal p- protector on the right. field. And Brady is highly comfortable and confident with Ryan Jensen having his back, even though he's up in front right. of him. Yeah. But the point is, he's been practicing. Well, if you tell me it would behoove, it would benefit right. him to get some reps in a real right. game, then I'm cool with that. Yeah. 
Okay? Yeah, I, I think the thing is, I don't think you want him coming back in playoff football. You want him at least no. to get a game up no. under his belt. Kind of like Tyron Smith. Okay. Tyron Smith is back. He, he's going to have like four or five games up okay. under his belt. That is correct. But in the end, Carlton Davis couldn't go last week. He's okay. their best corner. And I'm saying, which, okay, and again, he, it's probable he will not play right. in this game. But, Skip, I get, Skip, any guy that's nicked, I get not putting them out there. No question. I'm, I'm not here to – I'm not going to debate that. Carlton Davis, that's a no-go. I'm not even – hey, hey, I need you ready for the, I need you ready for the first round, though. You yep. want to be good then? Okay, come on. I get Tristan Worth, and you say, hey, I want to give that ankle a chance to heal because I don't want to try to him kick, kick it out there, and that's D-Law, that's Michael Parsons, that's somebody else. Okay, I get him, but Skip, Brady and those receivers, and I think that's a large part because what can Julio do during the course of the week? Practice. Mike Evans, how much is he practicing during the course of the week? So well, now even my- Julio, will he even try to go? He's got a bum wheel. He's had it all year. Yeah. He's got a bad knee. And well, he, and it's, I, just, it's just chronic. It just, just well, plagues him. He's going back to Atlanta. He okay. played well, that's true. He I didn't think it. of that. He, he played it. He, he yeah. played it. All right. So with that, with that being said, Skip, I just think Brady. Brady is going to try to, 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 to bottle that 432 and the way he threw the football. It could have been more yards than that had, K, like I said, if K-Dot knew the difference between man and zone and got his head around a lot sooner. Yeah, Brady was off target on some throws. Yeah. But that's as good as we've seen him throw the, throw the ball this year. And he right. said, I need, one, I need one more game. Now, if I can throw the ball like that, for two games in a row, yeah. Dallas, y'all in a heap of trouble. Okay, I give you Kate Otten and Co'Keefe, the, the, the two rookie <laughs> tight ends, because they need reps with him. They Correct. They just need yeah. more yeah. reps. Oh, absolutely. And it, it helps to have live scrimmage kind of reps against right. a real team as opposed to practice right. reps. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got that. But you do take some risk if you're going to play the starters. And Todd Bowles said at least for a half, and then he'll reconsider oh, yeah. going into the third oh, quarter. Okay. Okay. okay, there you go. No, right. no, no, there ain't no reconsider. All right. Ain't no reconsider. We done got a half. If we dodge a bullet for a half skip, no. ain't nobody looking at it. Hey, as a matter of fact, take your helmet, shoulder pads, okay. and come out there with just uh, your jersey on. All right. Like a preseason game. Okay, so your quote was, dodged a bullet. Yes. That's how I feel about the game you played at the highest level. Yeah. Here's Todd Bowles on said injury factor. He said, hey, it's football. You can't play 16 games and then worry about the 17th. You can't play three preseason games and 16 games and practice every day and then say, you may get hurt on the 17th game. Yeah. He said, you can get hurt anytime. If True. you worry about getting hurt, you're probably going to get hurt, right. said Todd Bowles. Okay. I get it. I've told you the stories of the old Cowboys that I covered back to Leroy Jordan, and their, their whole philosophy was the harder we play, the healthier True. we stay. Yeah, especially it's, in the pre, that's, that's, okay. that's the philosophy. you got to take it to preseason. Okay. You, you have to just go all out yeah. because if you let injury demons lurk in your subconscious nah. and you start to pr- protect, nah. just watch. You're going to get hurt. You know, you skip. Look, I took the field in the NFL for 14 years, and I understood the risk. But in the back of my mind, it really never dawned on me that I could get hurt. Uh, you know, and I see guys, you know, like I said, I see guys, I mean, notwithstanding what happened on Monday night, Skip, but I, I never thought, it, I, I honestly never thought, like, when I was playing. Now, once I'm driving home, like, now, I mean, I got bent a certain way, man, that could have been my knee. I could have broke. Yeah, but you, you, you can't think But that you don't, way. no, I don't, I man, once I get to the stadium, mm-hmm. hurt is the last thing on my mind. Yeah. Okay. But the reality of Todd Bowles' philosophy here. Yeah is that there's one way I can guarantee you you won't get hurt if you don't play, right? right? That's just the, the harsh reality right. of it is just don't play. Right. And 
at some point in time, though, Todd, I get what you're saying. You play three preseason games, yeah. you play 16 games, but at some point in time, you're trying to minimize okay. the risk. I'm not, you can't, you can't just like avoid all risk, but you can minimize the risk. Okay. In a situation like this, I agree with him, Skip. Had Tom Brady played, had Tom Brady been playing like he played last year, Skip, Tom, as a matter of fact, we're leaving your uniform at home. We're going to make sure you don't get your butt in this game. Mm. Just the risk reward of it is, is so <laughs> it's so tilted toward risk in this game. But Skip, he's one of those guys. Skip, he don't take no hits anyway. Okay, you he, can't I'm not talking it. about him. Oh, okay, he, he's he's the, okay, the one guy I don't. Okay, I mean, okay. knock on wood. Oh, okay, I don't, I don't okay know. I will say. But, although maybe I shouldn't knock on wood about that. But the point is that you, your your whole team has been so battered all year yeah. that. As you say, limp in, limp out. Yeah. They're limping to Atlanta, and I just hope they don't eat limp even more coming out of Atlanta for their sake. And plus, Skip, your, def- your defense got to get some rhythm, too. Skip, you just told me Sam Darnold threw for 340. 41, yep. I mean, Sam, I and you got little to no respect to Sam Darnold. So if Dak should get how many? If Sam Darnold can throw for 331, 341, and he got CD, and he got TY, and he got Schultz, he has a better offensive line. If Darnold did that, what do you think Dak should be able to do? We'll remember what Dak did on opening okay. Thursday night of uh, two seasons uh, what, ago. Four thirty, a fourth, a fourth, three, four oh three. Okay, four oh three. It was career. It, it was like, and that was against a Tampa Bay defense that, that featured was, Shaq and JPP and Sue, and and they were hot. And you telling me now, CD is a better receiver now than he was then? Oh, way better. Okay, and he way. had a big night. Oh, that okay, night. then. So, yeah. so, so, so what was okay. it? I'm good except for the goat. But, but, <laughs> but it, look, if I coached the goat, and I'd probably eat these words, but, but if I coached him, I'd say, Tom, I'm going to save you from yourself this week. We'll just practice hard, but we're not going to play. We're, go, we're not going to play. He's going to go upstairs and tell you about it. He might. He might. He's going to eat one of them guys. He, well, he might just tell you, Todd, I'm sorry, but okay. I am going to play at Atlanta. Had he played this season like he played last year, don't tell him but we left his uniform back in Tampa. And when he get there, get to his locker, Skip, and everybody else got their stuff hung up in his locker, yeah. and guess what's in his locker? Nothing. Okay. Well, <laughs> Nothing. there we go. I, I'm gonna, for their sake, I'm going to hold my breath to see if they go, you know, it, it feels what, like into the third quarter. You think that's what they'll do? Yep. What, what if they look good? What if they have, like, two drives, three drives, and they look good, they score touchdowns on all three? You done with that? You good? I've been impressed with Todd Bowles commanding Brady this year because yeah. he will stand up to him during games and say, to. no, hey, no, we're not going for it. Sorry, we're punting. You, you keep listening to him and he go yeah. for it on four down yeah. and you don't get it. No, he's <laughs> done only ain't looking at Tom Brady. He's looking at you. Because yeah. Brady was not happy the other day when it got to about, fourth yeah. and what was fourth and one. But Tom, is, yeah. but Tom, Todd Bowles is a lot more conservative than a lot of these coaches. Brandon Staley, if it's fourth and, and less than three, he going for it. He'll give a damn yeah. if it's on his own ten. Yep. Todd Bowles, like Todd's old school. Yeah, he's yeah, meat he, and he, he gonna play. He gonna, yeah. all the analytics. Yeah. He probably did away with the analytics department because he ain't listening. I would think you're right about that. <laughs> well, guys, over the course of his career, Tom Brady has never missed a game when healthy. Just not in his DNA. Brady okay, let's get back to the NBA when we Don't. come back. Are the Celtics in trouble after getting blown out last night, guys? No. They look so good to start the season. <laughs> That's next good. on Undisputed. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. 
The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. The Oklahoma City Thunder routed the Celtics 150 to 117 last night. Here's the asterisk, the kicker. Oklahoma was without their leading scorer, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Now, yeah, the Celtics do remain at the top of the East, but their lead on Brooklyn is now only a half game and one and a half on the Bucks. Shannon, on a scale of one to ten, how bad of a sign is this for the Celtics? A one. If, if- and I just gave it that because I had to go between uh, 1 and 10. Skip, look, blowouts happen all the time in the NBA. Great teams, uh, and, and that's how bottom feeders and lesser-tier teams measure themselves. Can they beat the better teams? Can they beat the Celtics? Can they beat the Bucks or the Nets or the Nuggets or one of these top-feeding teams? Can they beat them? So that's how I measure. And my coach gets to come in at the game. Guys, you see when we play hard? You see, we can beat anybody in the NBA. And Skip, but we've seen this. If you look at the Celtics, they're eight and three against top ten opponents. They're ten and five against bottom ten. Uh, the Celtics uh, differential, the points differential are better against better teams, which means you get their undivided attention. They're looking at the OKC Thunder last night. They without Shea Gilgis, and they're like, "Man, we got these guys. They guys about to roll over." They say, "No, we're not. We about to run over you. We're not finna roll over. We're about to run over you." And so it happened. Skip last year, the Golden State Warriors won the championship. They had a 28 point loss to the Grizz. They had a 26 point loss to the uh, Jazz. And remember, they had that 39 point blowout loss to the Grizz. The Bucks, when their championship season, a 31-point home loss to the Nuggets, a 24-point loss to the Clippers, and two blowout losses. Remember, I think with the first and second game, they lost by 39 to the Nets, and they lost by 22 to the Hawks. Mm. And you remember the Memorial Day massacre, what happened to the Celtics did a job on, on the Lakers, and everybody bet it. No, it wasn't. No, excuse me. Yep. And so, no, it wasn't over. So, Skip, I, I'm not going to make too much. Plus, you told me. The last six years, you told me meaningless game on a Tuesday night, meaningless game on a Monday night or a Thursday night. That don't tell me anything. So, it didn't tell me anything. Then. I'm just going by what you told me. You covered the game longer than I have, so mm-hmm. I don't know nothing about this. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to retell you that I'm going up on a scale of 1 to 10 to an 8 on my, uh, eight. my concern level for the Boston Celtics. In January? In January. They gave up 150 points. Yes. It's not just that they got blown out. It wasn't like it was 105 to 80. 
It was 150 to what did they end up with? 117. Yeah. 150? 33 points. I looked up. I was not watching this game <clears throat> until halftime. And I looked up, and it was 74 to 54 at halftime. I'm thinking, wait a second. They gave up 74 points? Yeah. They gave up 76 more points in the second half. Are you kidding me? Well, you don't play defense. <laughs> they 150 shot, points that they you shot gave 59% up? from the floor. They shot better from the floor uh, than they, they have never done the free throw line. So it's the worst a Boston team has given up since 1979 and tied the second worst, which was given up in 1970. It is historically awful. Yeah, it was. And for a team of this magnitude, a team with with this expectation put upon it because you thought it was the best team. A lot of people thought it was. They're still going to the be right there. Are, They're yeah, still going to yeah. be right okay. there. All right. When I look at 150 with no Shea Gilgis, albeit at Oklahoma City on a well, Tuesday. Tuesday night. Yeah. Okay, I got that in early January. It's a bad sign for a team whose trademark under the old coach last year, its mantra was, Defense first, right? Right. That's who they were. Yeah. They they rebuilt Boston's tradition on the shoulders of a defense that carried them all the way to an NBA Finals. Correct. Right. Yeah. Carried them right past the Nets because they did numbers yeah. on Kevin first and Kyrie second. Right. Yep. yep. The problem is they start off the first twenty games this year, and through twenty games they were on. The all-time greatest offensive role in the history of basketball. Yeah. You could do, like, third-level stats, all those stats. <laughs> I don't even know. They boggle my mind. But all the stats told you that they were on an historic early pace. Yes. They're still ranked number one in offensive efficiency. Yes. And yet, what did your man Jason Tatum say after the game last night? We got to get back to our identity. And when I'm reading this quote, I'm thinking he's going to say defense. We got to start playing defense. And he says, I think when we were playing at the highest level, we were just playing faster. When we play like that, we're damn near unguardable. Making shots is part of it. So they go hand in hand. But he's talking about we got to get back on our offensive role by by speeding up the pace of play. Right. Well, I didn't really want to hear that from Jason. I thought he was going to say we got to recommit to defense. Okay. I first guessed this. Going into this year, I said, Joe Mazzula may be a fine young coach, and I think he is. I think they enjoy playing for him. Okay. I don't know that they really enjoyed playing for Ime, but Ime is about as hard-nosed they, as you can get. They might not enjoy playing for him, Skip. You don't enjoy playing for Coach Belichick, but you nope. enjoy the results. That is correct. You do the same thing for Coach Popovich, okay. but I know the results that's going to come with that. That is correct. Uh, Skip, look, Jason Tatum and, and, and J.B., they did what they do, 29 points, 27 okay, points. Yeah, but by the way, I, I was going to tell you, if, if I just told you the box score and I said, well, Jalen Brown hit 11 of 18 and Jason hit 9 of 17 shots and they had 29 and 27, you'd say, okay, yeah. Yeah, we're good. But right? uh, the, no, the, those no. other starters, Skip. No, Whew. no. It was, it, was one, it was one of those games, and we've all had them, Skip. They're, we've seen it. One of those games, you look. You say your Cowboys suffered this. They play down to the competition. They look across the field, and you're like, oh, man, they can't beat us. They ain't really got nothing. And next thing you know, we're late in the ball game, and we got a ball game. And that's what happened. No Shea Gilgis, and these guys, get they're able to play free now. They just get up and down the court. Hey, it happened. I ain't worried. They're going to be right there when it's all said and done. Five and five in their last ten. They lost 
twice at home to Orlando. Yeah. It's now 13 and 24. They lost, and they lost twice to the Bulls. Okay. They lost twice to the Bulls. I think they're bad signs adding up to they miss Ime. They may not miss the practices or whatever part of it that, yeah. that you establish your new defensive mindset, but they miss the stamp that he put on right. this team because the, the kids are all coming of age. And as kids, what do you love to do? You love to score you the love basketball. You love to score the basketball. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, look, it, it, only, only if you're Dennis Robert or Ben Wallace do you mm-hmm. get credit for being a defensive guy. Yeah. Other than that, Skip, you see, right. with the offense and the way the guys are put, we talk about guys that put the ball in the basket at an elite clip. Okay. Not somebody that's locking down. I don't even know who the best defender in basketball is anymore. So whomever that is, we don't talk about it. No. But we talk about guys go get 50 and 60 and triple dubs and this and that. Yeah. That's what we talk about. You know who leads in defensive win shares, oh. but he, he hasn't played that many games, is that guy who plays for the Clippers named Kawhi Leonard. Man, he is still playing at an elite defensive yeah, level. You know he's not that guy. We saw Luka. We know what Luka do. Mm. Little baby Luka. Mm. Baby Luka. Mm. He couldn't even buy a beer. Mm. He had to get fake ID to try to go get him one of the recovery beers. Yep. And gave it to Kawhi. Gave it to PG. Gave it to Pat Bell. Gave it to Marcinia. Gave it right back Little when the baby. monies was on the line. Little on baby. A Friday night in Dallas. They're Little up baby. two games to none with two games at home. And what did Kawhi do? Sorry, not in your house. I'm taking this one. I'm going to take game four. And he took them both and went back. To the Clippers. They, they end up winning seven, yeah. but did a buddy baby baby Burr mm-hmm. having like 40 mm-hmm. against the two greatest wing, wing players against Pip, uh, uh, since Pip and Jordan. Yep. And he, Pip and Jordan wouldn't allow that. Okay. They would not allow a man to do what he did to them for seven games. Mm-hmm. No way. Okay. I'm just telling you, Kawhi Leonard leads in defensive win shares as we speak. He just hasn't Can played many questions? games. Why, yep. why Kawhi don't get no blowback? Why Kawhi hurt all the more? Y'all talk about Anthony Davis always hurt, and Kawhi's hurt way more. And Kawhi hasn't did what he said he promised to do, which was deliver a championship. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't he get the, uh, the blowback mm-hmm. that a KD, that a LeBron, that a Giannis, that all these other great players get? Why has K- Kawhi been able to skirt criticism? Mm-hmm. Can you answer me that? Well, maybe he's going to rise above it this year in the championship. How you going to rise above it with them bulky knees? Mm, I don't know. His knees worse than Boban. He's got chronically bulky knees. Yeah, 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 it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I don't know. I think nobody really expects much from Kawhi because he doesn't get much acclaim. Oh, so let me get this right. We're going to criticize guys if we we don't criticize guys if we like them. When KD got a, a tweet and say people don't know, we criticize him. Braun say he the king, we criticize him. Giannis can't shoot threes, we criticize him. But old Kawhi play once every five, every ten days. Dang. Uh. He like a government check. He don't come but twice a month. Okay. I see him twice a month. He like government check. Uh. Okay. But does anybody ever put him in the same conversation with yeah. KD or LeBron? I heard Nobody. Some, I heard Nobody. Some, I, hold on. Time out. Maybe it was Spencer Dinwiddie. Or somebody said, if Kawhi wins the championship, why can't he be in the GOAT conversation? Or maybe it was Jamal Crawford. But somebody said, if he wins the championship, why can't he be in the GOAT conversation? The he, GOAT conversation? That's what, that, that's what we're saying. Now, the hey, GOAT? IG, internet, do what you do. Mm. Find out who said that. Mm. Let me tell you why. The GOAT? Because he's never received GOAT criticism. In order for you to be in that conversation, you have to have received that type of criticism with that level of expectation. Mm. You can't go to San Antonio when they got in the midst of that dynasty with Parker, Ginobili, and Duncan. Because mm. all the others didn't get that luxury. 
So that's why he can't be considered that. Okay. And he don't play but a, a okay, handful so, of games a year. So he led one team to a championship at the expense of a team that was without Clay and KD. Yeah, and for right? sure. Okay. For sure. All right. There you go. All but that's right. your guy. That's still your guy. You still right after he quit on your team. Skip Bayless hate quitters. The man quit on his team. You said just like Tony Parker. Tony Parker he just said miles a thousand times worse. The man quit his way out of there. Okay. And what you do? I said I, up for him. I will forgive, but I'll never forget. No, 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 no. Yeah, Would you forget what, what you said. gave him? You and you caked up for it. Huh? And you like he stuck he stuck it to LeBron. You came out here all giddy. I, I thought this it was an earthquake when he signed. That was you jumping up and down because he didn't sign with the Lakers. He's, that wasn't an earthquake. That was it. you right there in your Bel Air mansion jumping up and down. I don't have any Bel Air mansion. <laughs> that would be your estate. All I know is that Kawhi Leonard jerked the rug right see, out from see, under the king. See, he see, did. He see. jerked it right out from under because it was widely reported that LeBron was whispering to the beat reporters close to him, we got him. Yeah. Okay. And then you don't what, got it. And the Clippers, the Clippers got it. And the Clippers mortgage all that gave up all that. They ain't got no pick. They don't have any first round picks. Pass when the Lakers don't have any. And they and Shea Gill just are you sure that was a great change? Because mm. I know he giving for the business. And Paul George he mm. missed a bunch of games too. Yeah. But he don't nobody missed no game like like Kawhi. Boy, if Kawhi was on a regular job, they'd have to let Kawhi go. Well, you just better hope he doesn't stay healthy. I just, I just I don't know. You better hope. Kawhi be taking CTO. Mm -hmm. Choice yep. time off. Mm. Ain't nothing wrong with him. He yep. just choose not to play. Huh. But that's all right. That ain't none of my business. That's the Clippers. I let the Clippers worry right. about that. Well, the conversation at hand was about the <laughs> East at this point, and all of a sudden, here come the Nets. Whoa, 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 whoa. Tell me, tell me. You gave up on them. You gave up on them. I'm not going to let you jump back on their bandwagon after you done jumped off. Come. I didn't jump completely see, off. See, what you do, see, you know how mm -hmm. the traffic in the, in the 405. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you're on the 405 that you get off, and the side streets visit in the 405, you jump back on. Mm -hmm. And then you go a little further, they got an accident, and they got that red on the uh, maps, and you jump back off again. I ain't going to let you do that. The the, uh, the, the truth is, I never take the 405. <laughs> you, you can't. I don't. <laughs> you can't. I just don't. Or, or at least you better know when when you can take the 405 yep. or schedule your appointments around that traffic. That is correct. <laughs> okay, so here come the Nets, whether I'm riding the bandwagon or not, and don't count out those Sixers. We're going to talk about them in a moment. Don't count out that, oh, that Greek. <laughs> that, that Athenian. Really? That Athenian. Huh. Yeah, I well, think they, it, they've been stinking don't, it up. Don't do that. Don't do that, Skip. Mm. But has he been stinking it up? I know what you say about they, but I'm talking about uh. he. Is he that dude? Is he him? That dude is Joel Embiid. There you go. You made you yeah. such a yeah. That's the dude. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I love all the spirit and passion today. Hey, Shannon, you brought up Luca. Luca and the Mavs are next up for the Boston Man. Celtics. So at least as far as Luca goes, that, 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 probably that, that, want to figure anyway. out something mm. defensively. <laughs> All right, guys. Jim Harbaugh, where is he going? You think he's headed back to the NFL possibly? Mm. We'll give you the very latest yes. on the other side of this break. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
According to reports, Panthers owner David Tepper talked with Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh about the Panthers' upcoming head coaching position. The report says the conversation not an interview per se, since those won't begin until the conclusion of the season. Panthers 5-6 and six this season under interim head coach Steve Wilkes. Shannon, can you see the Panthers hiring Harbaugh? Yeah, Skip, they need to stop this talking about it can't have an official interview till after the season. As a matter of fact, they're talking this interview. Mm. Anytime, Skip, I'm talking to someone about a potential job opening, one would consider that an interview, especially if it's the guy that's going to do the hiring. I mean, if you come to mm. Fox and you're talking about talking to someone, Skip, mm. that could potentially be hiring you, that is a job interview, whether it's over coffee, whether it's over dinner, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I think he'll he, – I don't know if he'll get this job, but I do believe one of these openings, if he so chooses, he can have it. Now, I would like to see Steve Wilkes get this job because I believe he's done an excellent job. And given the shoddy opportunity that he got with Arizona, he should be, he should be given another opportunity. But it seems to me that David Tepper is enamored with big-name college coaches. Yep. And that seems to be – I thought he would learn his lesson with Matt Rule. Now, I don't really know how the NFL coach's salary work. I know he signed a seven-year, 40-something million dollar deal, six-year, 40-something million dollar deal. Now, he's at Nebraska. Is Does he still have to put half of that bill and Nebraska put the other half? I assume. Or, or did he get all his money and Nebraska is, is footing what, they, what they're going to pay him? I just think there, it has to be the right fit. Mm. Skip, he's a guy that after a while he grinds on you. He wears you down. Because it's a grind to be with him, and it's about him. Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. And at some point in time, let it be about the kids. You don't have to get out there and talk about you playing in the NFL and you want to throw your arm is better than your quarterbacks and you can do all the play and burnout with your team, mm-hmm. with your players. Let them have that. Mm-hmm. But I do believe, Skip, if one of these, if, if, if he so chooses, yep. but understand what you're getting. He might get you to the playoff, but Skip, if you look at his resume and what happened once he got to the playoff, that's the college football playoff. He did uh, uh, go to bowl games. But these bowl games, for the most part, ain't close. He's losing 34 11, 35 16, 40, 41 15. He won his first one, but has lost everyone since. So understand what you're getting. He's a tremendous team builder. He's going to grind now. He's going to grind them guys. See, you could do that in college. Because them, them kids, Skip, they just trying to get to the next level. But a man that got a wife and kids, yep. and he paid mortgage, he's not going to let you talk to him any kind of way. Mm. He'll go upside your head. Now, I don't know if you ever seen it, but I done seen some coaches and some players do a little something, do a little something, something. You mm. can't be disrespectful to them. You can curse and yell and scream, but you got to be mindful. That's a grown man that you're talking to. I think Harbaugh understands that. But I do think he's going to get one of these jobs, even if it's not this job per se. I agree. But I want to co-sign your initial point. Steve Wilkes earned this job. Yes. I don't know that David Tepper wants to go forward with the Steve Wilkes only because he doesn't have cachet of right. the big name. And well, Coach and, Belichick ain't available. That's right. <laughs> and once upon a time, Bill Belichick was a nobody. Yeah, he was available. Didn't nobody want him. That's true. Steve Wilkes deserves this job. You could just see it. And I love the way he commanded the football team. I love the way he commanded the sideline. I, I could just feel the vibe yeah. from him. He was in charge. Yes. And they responded mm-hmm. to him in ways they never responded to Matt Rule. Right. And I don't even know if Matt Rule qualified as a big-name college coach. Right. Yeah, he's a program builder at yeah. Temple and at Baylor. Baylor yeah. But I watched Jalen Hurts come back on him in the Big 12 championship game and just rock him. But the point is this. Steve Welch deserves the job, and 
I believe that Jim Harbaugh is going to be on the market for a lot of NFL jobs. It seems like he is every year. It does. But it seems like this time he's out at his alma mater. And the reason he's out is because he feels like they shamed him and they forced him to take a pay cut and put him on the hottest seat with the shortest leash going into not this year, but last year. Right. Yeah. So he says, "Okay, turnabout is fair play. I'm, I'm going to get you back here. Right. And I'm going to go out on the market and I'm going to get the best job in the best situation that I can find. And I do not think that's the Carolina situation because Harbaugh is tough on quarterbacks. And the irony of this discussion right now, he's never had a quarterback at Michigan until right now. Right. J.J. McCarthy is the real deal to right. me. I know he threw two pick sixes the other day, but but he also threw for whatever, 350 yards. But you know what, Skip? Now that you mentioned that, how Harbaugh is tough on quarterbacks, he didn't like the way Dick could coach him. No. Dick could roll him. No, Dick could kept foot in his butt. Plus, and they, he, they just played meat and potatoes yeah. football. It was like he throw for 110. Yeah. You know, right? yeah. And so you would think, like, man, if I ever became a coach, I'm yeah. not going to do to my players. I don't Like, what? Yeah, it's just that he played the position, so he overcoaches you because he wants you to be him. And he was a pretty good He was pro. pretty good, but Skip, a lot of the quarterbacks that he coached were better than he was well, as a pro. That's a fact. Okay. <laughs> you, you do have to give this man this, though. He went to San Diego, University of San Diego, and he flat turned it around. Then he goes up to Stanford when they'd hit the doldrums, and he turned it around. Yeah. He had Andrew Locke. That helps, okay? Then he goes to the 49ers, and for three straight years, as hard as he rode that football team and those quarterbacks, they went to three straight NFC championship games and went to a Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. I thought they were going to win the Super Bowl because it was 34-31, to and Colin Kaepernick, threw it to Michael Crabtree in the end zone, and he got fouled. He got interfered with, yeah. and they're not going to call that, nope. and they didn't. But if, he, if they had thrown that flag, I believe the 49ers win that game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. you got to give Harbaugh this. In midstream that year, at, at midseason, oh, yeah, Alex yeah. Smith was still playing pretty well. Yeah. He was the he first overall pick. And all of a sudden, the kid from Nevada, Nevada. Reno, he, he's like, Let's give him a shot. And then all of a sudden, Harbaugh says, I'm, I'm going to have the guts. I'm going with that kid. And he made Colin Kaepernick he, by giving him a chance. Right. I don't know if we'd, we'd have a Colin Kaepernick right. if not for John right. Harbaugh, or Jim Harbaugh because I don't know that anybody would have given him the shot that Harbaugh went and with. And then him. the thing was they had Greg Roman who they understood did. and they put him in a system that he could, he, could, he could not only succeed, but he could thrive oh, in. Oh, did he? Whew. And you see 180. Ask, Green, ask the Packers about it. Oh. Remember, ran, he dropped he the ran him off the 181 yards, which is still the most rushing yards yep. in a game, playoff, or regular season for a quarterback. Back at Candlestick Park yes. when they played in those days. So I do believe that, that Harbaugh is a hot commodity. Yeah. And yet I look around the landscape, and I think he's looking for a situation with the quarterback, which, which Carolina, I, I'm just not a Sam Darnold believer. Right. But and, you got to get that position, Skip. Okay. And that's what he had. Steve had that. Skip, you in Arizona. He had Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen been on like 15 teams and stuck to none. And so I, I'm a little concerned for Steve Wilkes going forward. Are you sure Sam Darnold's the guy? Because no, I'm hell not convinced. No, he ain't sure. Okay. So now, how, where do you go from here? Do you draft? Do you, yeah, yeah. Do you free agent? Do you? How can you land if, if, somebody? If, well, if one available, I don't think Tom Brady is interested in going to Carolina. No, no. And, and you're probably not going to be. Hey. You like believing Cooper Rush. You think Cooper Rush is the answer down in Carolina? I might don't. Be. He might. He might be. I like him more than I like Sam Darnold. I've just seen him play at a consistently higher level. And 
a more I ain't never seen him throw for 341. Nope, I have not, but I've seen him win big games with late clutch throws at Minnesota against Cincinnati. I thought he was really good, and it was Tony Romo who said he's going to get a big contract on the open market. Well, Tony Romo okay. might be going to give it to him. All right, well, we'll see about that. But the point is, Jim Harbaugh is going to scan the landscape here, and your Broncos are obviously in the market. Do you think he could fix or help improve Russell Wilson? Well, I, I don't know if that'd be a good match because you want to talk Russell, about two hard heads. They might just butt heads. Well, the thing is, Jim Harbaugh is going to be the face of the team, franchise. Yeah. So Russ is going to have to take a backseat to that. Oh, and all that stardom. Could he? Ain't got no choice. Ooh. When a new coach comes in, the things are different. Because the thing is, I didn't give you that contract. I got, I, I'm here, but I'm stuck with you. Yeah. I do, I, I do believe your Broncos are a sleeping giant. I think oh, there's so much talent there, especially on the other side of the ball. I do too. That yeah. you can you can yeah. go places got, with that team. Uh, Tim Patrick went down earlier year with the ACL, but they got Sutton. They're gonna have to make a decision on Judy. They got some nice receivers. I like those tight ends that they got. Got to find uh, a Javante Williams. Skip. He went down early with a knee mm-hmm. injury, but he was a bull. He was a bull. But defensively, yeah. I agree with you, Skip. Sertan. They got some guys on that side of the football, but the quarterback. Has got to play better than what he played this year. That's so he's got to play better. Is he capable at this stage of his career? I haven't seen enough this year to yeah. say that he can turn it around and be what he was in Seattle. No, I haven't seen that. Would Harbaugh be able to snap his fingers and snap it back to life? Well, I, you're gonna I have to know. you're gonna have to put a lot of stuff. You're gonna have to let him do what he did. I think the biggest thing that Russ Russ wants to be at this juncture of his career, he wants to be Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, with throws from the pocket, and that's not what you're good at. You're a guy that moves outside of the pocket. Your yep. improvisational skills, when you get off script, the play breaks down. You can do that better than those guys can only dream of doing that. And so probably stop trying to appease the masses and say, see, I can told you I've matured. Yep. Nah, do that some, but get outside the pocket. Make plays off script like you once could because yep. rhythm was never Russell Wilson's strong suit. No, nope, I got it. The truth is if Jim Harbaugh wants the best chance to maximize winning – it's next year at Michigan. That is yes. the truth. They are loaded yes. with a quarterback but he'll who's it proven. Up. Okay. Well, you 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 could argue, but I'm just saying. If oh, they, yeah, they, they yeah. would be. Yeah, a lot well, of yeah, people they, would pick they, him to win it all they next might. year. Okay. They might. But I believe that bridge got burned, even with his alma mater. You think so? I do. He just got him to two college football playoffs. Okay, I know, but again, they shamed him. They made him take a pay cut. Well, he got the money back. He, it back he got it. the money back for going to the college football playoff. Yeah. Bro, I can't keep giving you all this money and you spending. You going to the Vatican? You going okay. all the places except Indy for the Big Ten championship? Okay. Now you gone there two years in a row. Okay. So we go- that's budget, and we're talking about salary. If you want salary, go to the Walmart people. Right? Go yeah. to Denver. Nah, we need to hold. Hey, yeah. we don't. We don't spend a little bit too much money as it is. Okay, but there's so he, no cap on coaches. Ain't, ain't you no cap can on make coaches. him a very wealthy man. Yeah, and he, he got a but, and, and Mr. Walt got a lot of cheese. Yeah, it, it's the Panthers that and Walt. They got a lot of cheese over there, Skip. Woo. <laughs> they got a lot of cheese over there. Shannon, your Broncos yeah. were so beat up this season. It was actually historic. Yeah. Not yeah. only the most players on IR for 21. this season, mm. but a historic number man. on IR. So when they get healthy, yeah, we get healthy. I'll be happy again. All right, I'm guys. I'm right now. Let's talk a little LeBron. Go. When's he going to pass Kareem as the NBA's all-time soon scorer? We break soon. it down. Going to get your predictions Kiss. up next.
LeBron James on track to pass Kareem as the NBA's all-time leading scorer this season. The main question now, when will it happen? Based on LeBron's scoring average, he can reach it as early as the beginning of February. But if he continues to miss games at his normal rate this season, it could actually be March when he finally passes Kareem. Shannon, prediction time. How soon do you actually see this happening? Based on his career scoring average, 27.2, he would need 18 more games. Yep. Based on his current scoring average of 29 points, he would need 17 games. But I'm going to bump it up because mm. I believe he's about to go on a binge here. Really? Yeah, he old binge watch. You know how you get TV? Sometimes Kim, I get on a binge and yeah. I watch TV for like 15 straight hours. Okay. Catch up on all the shows. I'll go through about five or six seasons yep. in one city. Okay. He's about to go on a scoring binge. Really? 16 games. Okay. Book it. So he'll average over the next 16 months. Like At least 32. 32. 33 points a game. Really? Yeah. And with that being said, <laughs> and I'm going to be in attendance. Mm. Uh, February, ooh. I don't think he'll be in one. I mean, skips game 16 at Indiana. Game 17 at the Pelicans. Game 18, home against OKC. Mm. Game 19, at home versus the Bucks. Yep. Game 20, which would be February 11th at Golden State. Mm. Well, how about that OKC game at home? Yeah, it don't matter. That we, might, we might go on a bench. We might pull a, a we might pull a, a Luke and a Donovan Mitchell. We might really? hit 71-60 huh. and, and accelerate it. You know what could happen that night? Oklahoma City comes to the crypt, and LeBron passes Kareem, and the Lakers lose at home 150 to 119. You ought to be ashamed o- of yourself. OKC will hang be, 150 on You won't put right? no do on it. I might. You, are, you won't, you won't put no do. I tell you, I'll be in attendance. Mm. If, if, if he close. If he like 40 points away and it's a home game, I'm going. I don't care if the, the tickets is high giraffe head. Mm. I'm going. Because I'm going to say I saw my nephew become the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. Wait, he's older than you. No, he ain't older than you. I'm, old, I'm actually older to be a father, okay. but he's All not right. older than me. All so, right. he's a, Skip, he's in a tremendous rhythm. you got to give him that. He's I, in a tremendous I, I, scoring I, rhythm. open this show except, with me giving him that. Except shooting the three. <laughs> but we don't need a three. As a matter of fact, we might not even shoot no three for the next two to three games. That would be a wise that idea. That would be the wise idea. Yeah, we I gotta, would do that. We gotta make, I would coach that. We got we to we make you respect it. So when you hug up on us. No, I, I don't think you need to do that anymore. Yeah. It, it just doesn't matter. They can't yeah. keep him from the rim. It's okay. Nope. And okay. I admit, oh, Skip, that, that fade away. You yep. said we run through the lane yep. and, and, fade, and we move it away from the basket and turn around and shoot it over our shoulder. Mm. So, to your point, he is on an astonishing roll. I told you early in the show, and I'm going to repeat it, I've never seen anything quite like this because his body looks so great. Yeah. He looks fresh to me. Mm-hmm. He looks hot to me. We're, we're, his movements are electric to me in ways that 38-year-olds, 38 especially, it doesn't matter that you're 38. It matters that you're in your 20. That's right. what matters. The 38, it's, it's fine. We're shattering the molds. I, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, when I know the guys you, take care of themselves, not skip. You, you can't compare Brady and what they do with, right, with LeBron. Yeah. But, but still, he's 45 years of age, and he just did that to Carolina. It's, it's up here, but you have to take care of your body, and he obviously does. He, he must have cut back on the wine and the cigar. Oh, we're still on the wine. Okay, yeah, we're still on that. Okay, but the point is, this role that he's on, he, he looked so dominant at Atlanta and at Charlotte, that I'm with you, whatever your numbers are, <laughs> I, 
I'm right there with you. I co-sign all of the above because it feels like he's on that kind of roll. In fact, I told you earlier in the show, it feels like he's on such a roll. He might break the record tonight. But we did this, I don't know, I can't remember, four or five weeks ago. Yeah. And I was projecting out. And I put in back-to-backs. He's not going to play that. And, and on he the road, played. He, played. he played it. He, he played. played. We just talked about it last week. I know. It, it he was played. A, it was it Orlando and Miami? It was Orlando Miami. He played it at Miami. Yes, yes. Which was his old stomping yes, grounds. But yes. he went in and he played the game back-to-back. Yep. And he played. He just had six turnovers, but he played, yeah, he, played very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. But four or five weeks ago, I'm projecting out with the back-to-backs. No, 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 no. And then I, I – Padded in like 10 games because for knickknack injuries is some pull no, or something. No, okay? he ain't said that. Okay? I'm knocking on wood. He ain't said that no more. My right. nephew played. Okay, all right, there you go. So the point is, when I projected it out four or five weeks ago, I had it going to like April 1st, like later in the season. Oh, okay. Uh, and look at this. Now we're talking about February. Yeah, 8th. yeah. I told you he wasn't making it. I knew he wasn't going to make it to tax season. Okay, all right. So here he comes. There's going to go Kareem. And yet, before or after All-Star game? Well, what's February the 8th? I can't remember when the All-Star game is. <laughs> I, I got February the 8th. Okay. I February, got that Oklahoma City game. That's February 7th. Like 7th. February, okay, mm-hmm. February 7th okay. at home. Okay. Right, that's at home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's the, the stunner to me as we approach this record is that LeBron James is going to become the greatest scorer in the history of this league. History. History. And – He's not a very good jump shooter. He's at least, I'm being nice, he's a below average jump shooter. He'll get on a roll in the mid-range like he's been on a roll where he's going side to side and shooting these, these one-steppers, these, these fall-away one-step yeah. shots. Uh-huh. I like that. But from three, as you just brought up, right now he's just on a pathetic unroll. We get hot. Okay, well, I, you, right now you're 30.1%. You're ranked 149th out of 150. 149th? That's five, right? Okay, there. but for your career, you're 34.5. By some people's standards, it wouldn't be too bad. But by his standards, goat standards, quote, unquote, I, I still say phony goat. But by those standards, 34.5 is, I'm, I'm being nice, it's below average. Mm-hmm. So he's played so long that, that to, before the show, I, I check out, okay, well, how many has he missed in his career? So he's missed 4,133 three-point shots. Yeah. Well, it's so many shots that you missed that, that it feels like you should have passed him last year. You do realize okay. that he's going to pass Kareem on f- fewer shot attempts. Okay. I, you I got let us think it. Now, he's, taking, he's missed all those three-point shots. Yep. And when it's all said and done, he's going to pass Kareem okay. in fewer games and because fewer shots. He's made so many more threes than Kareem attempted because Kareem didn't attempt threes. But, he, but even when even we factored that in. Okay, but three is greater than two. You know it, and it's going to add up over 20 years. But, but we, ain't, and, we weren't seven foot tall either. Okay, that's a fair point. But you're 6'9", which is pretty tall. And you are the greatest driver of the basketball I've ever seen. But you have missed the fourth most three-point shots in NBA yeah. history. And would you believe James Harden is number one? And he's pretty well ahead of you. He's about 500 ahead on missed shots. Well, he don't have that record. We okay. don't want that one. All right. You don't want that But here's that the thing. You said history. Mm-hmm. You said, and when it's all said and done, LeBron yep. James will become the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. He will. But his story, as told by Skip Bayless, will tell you LeBron James wasn't that good of a player. Well, just as a shooter. <laughs> a shooter. Okay. How about free throw shooting? And he's going to be the all-time leading scorer. That's like, it's, you know. 
Shannon Sharp had the worst hands of anybody of any tight ends, but at one point in time, he held all the records for the tight end position. Who but he didn't have it? the good hands. Who said that? I'm just, I'm just using that. I'm just uh, using nobody that. Nobody said a, that. No, I'm just using it as an analogy. You uh, keep saying. Well, I didn't say LeBron has bad hands. No. <laughs> I, I'm just telling you the truth is he's not a very good shooter, and it blows my mind he's going to pass so, three. So, so, because he's so great at driving the basketball and scoring the basketball in close. So you want, so in other words, let me get this right. You wanted LeBron James to have the handles of Kyrie, the size in which he has, the shooting ability of, 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 of uh, uh, Steph Curry, mm-hmm. and have the mind like he and Magic Johnson. So you wanted him to be that. So how fair would that be if God would have given LeBron the handles of Kyrie, the ability to shoot the basketball, the basketball like Steph Curry, with his size and his mind like, like he and Magic had? Okay. Would that I, be fair? Okay. My point is that it's staggering to me that you're going to be the greatest scorer when the numbers scream that you're way below average from three and especially from the free throw line. You're, for your career, 73.4%. Yeah. It's just not very good. So check this out. So I add up. How many of you missed in your career free throws? Yeah. 2,878. Okay. That ranks sixth on the all-time list. But guess who uh, – seventh. No, no, I'm sorry. Sixth. I got it. I got it right. Sixth. Okay. Guess who's above you? Help me out who these people are. Wilt, yep. Shaq, yep. Dwight, yep. Carl Malone, Biggs, yeah. Walt Bellamy. I don't know if people remember Walt Bellamy. Well, he, he was, was like a hell six of a eleven. He was a hell of a player. But he's a big. Yes. Okay. Carl Malone's a power forward, so he's more in LeBron's category. But Carl turned himself into a very good free throw shooter. Early in his career, he was oh, not. Horrendous. But he turned he turned himself okay. into a okay. very but good. But my point, next on the list is LeBron. Well, he... The, the company above him, they're all just giant guys whose hands were so big that they couldn't quite grip the ball correctly right. to shoot free throws. And, and, right? all, and all that being said, my guy going to be number one because when it's all said and done, we're going to have about 43,000, 44,000 points. He's going to be number one in scoring. He's going to be top five in assists. Okay. What, what's the record? I can't remember. What is it? 43? What, what's what? the Kareem? What, what's the uh, number? Like 38, oh, 376. Okay. I don't even keep track Something of Something like that. that I, it's I, one of those sports numbers that nobody knows. No. Okay. So whatever. 38, blah, blah, blah. So w- when all is said and done, at the level he's playing, yeah. could he go? 338, my bad. Hey, what is it? It's 38,387. Oh, okay. okay. Whatever. The point is, at the pace he's going, at the rate he's going, could, could he do this for seriously for three more years? Yes. 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 So could he get to, I don't even know what the math would be. Could he get to 40,000 points? Oh, he get to 40,000. Oh, right. Could he, he get be... to 42,000 points? Yes. Okay. He's going to be, saying... be 42,000 in the next year. And you, the question should be asked, can he get to 50? Okay. Well, can he? That's what you need to ask. Okay. You, you pillin' around with them little bitty numbers. Okay. Are we, do we have some do on 50,000? I'm, okay. I'm just saying. But that's the question. Okay. Well, I, I can't even, like, comprehend I the know. numbers. But the point is... If, if he can keep himself in that kind of condition, he's still a young man to me. Right. 38 to me is a young man. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And if, if you can continue on at this pace. He can. Okay. You're going to make this, this record completely, utterly unbreakable. That's what right? we're trying to okay, do. Okay. There you go. And in the process, win a championship while doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you thought that was all we want. In the process of putting the record out there, way out there. Like, okay. But damn, hey. that's a long way out. The shame that's sitting right before you in the middle of the table is, are you going to pass Kareem and miss the play-in tournament this that, year? Hey, look, whoa, 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 I don't know. Whoa, 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 okay, whoa. that's not championship material. We're going to win another championship for a time. Where? Don't matter. Okay. They, they, hey, <laughs> that's one thing about the Larry O'Brien trophy. It'll travel. 
It'll come to wherever you are. He may have to buy it. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that, Skip. I mean, how would that look? Go to a fourth team and bring yep. them a championship. Uh -huh. That's what we do. Uh -huh. Something nobody else can say they ever done. I just need you to make the play-in tournament. We'll make if it. you can do that, I'll be impressed. You're going to be impressed with these numbers. You're uh -huh. impressed with these numbers we do it. Yeah. Going to do a number on you with this all that does. quit shooting threes. No, you don't, LeBron. Hey, yeah. nephew, Stop. do what you do. She a hate over here. <laughs> there is certainly Stop. a lot of ground to make up for the Lakers, guys, if they do want to make the playoffs. We got but, it. well, we're just starting the second third of the season, yeah. so it is possible. All right, Giannis, guys, did he just thrust himself into the MVP conversation with a career-high 55 points? Let's dive into that on the other side of this break. points last night in a 123-113 victory over the Wizards. Giannis also had 10 boards, 7 assists. He joins Elgin Baylor, Wilt Chamberlain, and Russell Westbrook as the only players in NBA history to have three straight performances of 40 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 assists. Shannon, did Giannis make an MVP statement last night? Yeah, he's been making that statement all year. Mm. He's the best player in basketball. And I've, I've anointed him the best player in basketball since that game six of the NBA Finals in which he dropped a 50-piece on the Phoenix Sun. Mm. He's the best player in basketball. Um, and so he's always been in that discussion, always been in the MVP conversation, and he will remain there for the foreseeable future. Mm -hmm. And he's doing this, Skip. Remember Chris Middleton came back against the game against the uh, Lakers mm -hmm. that Friday night? And he hadn't played a whole lot since. I think he played one or two more games. He's been out. Um, uh, uh, Holiday has been in and out of the lineup. Mm. So Giannis has had to take on more of the scoring load. Skip, you know, five of his last seven games, he's gotten at least 40. As, as uh, Jen read, 40 points, 10 rebounds in three consecutive games. Mm. So Giannis is always going to be there. But right now, I would go Yoke, Giannis, Luka, Tatum for my MVP. Mm. Luke, uh, Joker is averaging 26, 11, and 9.5. And mm. He's almost averaging a triple-double for mm. big. Luka's going to be there. Tatum's going to be there. So though, And I put uh, Joel Embiid, I round out my top. I give him five. I just only four there, Skip. Mm. I round out my top five. But Giannis, we've got to stop this. We do things to Giannis we never did to Shaq. We never said, man, Shaq can't shoot the ball from outside. Man, Shaq can't shoot threes. Man, Shaq missing free throws. We say Shaq's dominant. He's every bit the dominant player Shaq was. Every bit. Just in a different package. Mm. What do you think would have happened, Shaq in his prime versus Giannis right Skip, now? Giannis is three, Shaq was 335. Giannis Thank is you. maybe 250. That's correct. That's what would happen. But let me ask you a question. Is Giannis not as dominating in this era right now as Shaq was in his? I, I, I'm sorry. I've never seen anything like Shaquille O'Neal in that three-year stretch. It, it was... It was unrefereeable is what it was. He was playing football, basketball, but he also had <laughs> supreme skill, supreme oh, yeah. skill. Yeah, yeah, he was very athletic to be just, a man that size. Just, just such touch. You're probably not going to see it again. No. It, the, you want to talk about rare? It, back in my Spurs-loving days, he, he destroyed Duncan and Robinson. Yes. Both of them. Yeah. Treat them like little rag dolls. Just toss them aside, both of them. Get out of my way. Boom. If Shaq trained, um, he has the trainer that I used to train with once I retired, a rock. If Shaq would have trained like he trains now, when he played in the NBA, Skip, I'm not so sure Shaq doesn't have this record. You, you, you're probably right about that. It's, it's almost sad. It, it hurts me to even think about <laughs> what he what, left on the table. Look at what he accomplished, I know, Skip. I, I, but look at what he could if he came in shape 
every single year ready to do battle and not use training camp to get in shape. He did. He used the season to get, <laughs> right. to get in shape. Okay, back to your man Giannis last night. This was extremely impressive on many levels. I, I do have to qualify it, though, because Bradley <laughs> Beal pulled his hamstring early in this game. He managed to play – pulled it again. So he played 13 minutes and 18 seconds and scored eight points. So they, they had – an open highway in the fourth quarter. But Giannis was spectacular in the fourth quarter because he scored 19 points just in the fourth quarter. So he held off the rest of the Wizards through the fourth quarter. Uh But you know what grabbed my eye as I went across this stat line? He 15, shot 16. 16 free throws and made 15 free throws. But we know he's capable. Remember this in the championship? Now, game six, Gil. What did we do, like 16 or 17, 16 or 17, 16 or 18? Remember the game a month or so ago where he went out after the game to shoot free throws and got into it with the crew because they're trying to take the ring? We Trev Harold. Trev came with that back. Get, get your butt out the court. Okay, but, but that's how dedicated this still yeah. very young man is. Correct. But he gets the demons. He's got all kinds of routines, and he's got to, he gets called for time on the free throw line. They he, shot 17 free throws. Okay. He shot 16 he shot of them. 16 of them. Okay. <laughs> but he made 15 yeah, free throws. He did. God bless him. Because there's this guy in L.A., he still struggles from the free throw line. Who is that? I don't know this guy. I don't no, know. Dude, that you go he's going to be playing my We just game. talked about the man. You had an opportunity to say what you wanted to say in the last segment. But you take a shot. Myself. Okay, now to the larger question, which is MVP. Well, obviously, he's right in the middle of the conversation. Has he been out of the conversation? No, he's never (laughs) been out of the conversation. But the guy you won't put in the conversation because you barely, like, give him a little bit of a consolation prize, a fifth, Joel Embiid is a flat-out monster. And I will take Joel Embiid over Giannis. You take him where? I will take him to the championship. Y'all getting a David Buster? I will take... Joel Embiid over Yoke any day or any. What? Do you see the numbers that he's putting up, Skip? There's this thing called defense. Would you believe that Joel Embiid is number one in this league in defensive win shares because he plays both ends of the floor? Which one got? Who got a better record? Would you believe that Joel Embiid is just a tick behind Luca? as the leading scorer in this league. And for much of the year, he led, but yeah. Luke has gone on his binge-watching binge <laughs> right. over the last but month or so. You know, Giannis is averaging 32, averaging okay. 32.8, which is 33, basically I 33 points a game. It's like everybody's scoring through through the roof. It, but, you, it used okay. to be, Skip, you average 29, you uh, go lead the league in scoring. You okay. got to average 35, 40 now. Okay, but people are sleeping on Joel because he's averaging 34, 10, and 5. And 5 is pretty good yeah. for, for a for man being, that yeah, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. But, but more important, Joel Embiid, speaking of making free throws, he's shooting a career-high 85% from the free throw line. He's 7 feet tall. Yeah. He is shattering the Shaq mold. He's right. shattering the Dwight mold, whatever those big guys, wilt, right. the Wilt mold. Yeah. He just goes up there. He doesn't need to shoot underhanded or side. You know, he, got a great, side. he got a great touch. He, he, he has just a great goes up there and, and, and he shoots shooting it shooting like he's yeah. six feet one inches yeah. tall. And he makes them like crazy. He can make them in the clutch. And when you're ranked number one in defensive win shares to how about Yoke? He's ranked 82nd in well, defensive 82nd? But he give you that work, though. Disqualified. He give you that. They don't disqualify. Disqualified, I'm sorry. He won back to back. He okay. don't, don't, hey, he's looking at that triple crown. Okay. Giannis is sixth in defensive win shares. So I give you sixth versus one for Joel. But I can't give you 82nd because for Yoke, Defense is just a little side 26, dish. 11, it's and 10. Shoot 62% from the floor, 35% from the three, yeah. 81% from the free throw line. For the number two, I think if I'm not mistaken, last I checked, they might be the number two seed in yep. the West. Don't do it that man. Then like that. he goes down to the other end and he says, 
I'm off right now. I'm resting. No, you ain't off. I'm going to take these minutes off. Whatever. Yep. I'm just going to sit back and chill over here and watch these people go right by me and dunk. Oh, hey. And all I know yep. is that he be getting anybody that guards him from Yoke, I mean, from uh, MB to Giannis, whoever your big is, he cook, they're great at defense and he cook them. He's like a bigger Luca. He's got all the Luca stuff, all yeah. the whipped cream. He's Cooking got them. all the, all the nicks and knacks, all the moves in the lane. He plays at this different weird rhythm, and people can't time him because they can't time yeah. Luca, and they can't stop either man, one of them. Man got a 32-inch millimeter jump, mm. vertical. 32-millimeter vertical jump yep. and cook him. Mm. Had never heard of a block shot because he doesn't even know what that means. Y'all can't block your shot. And soon as you guess what happened when you try to block it? Mm. Oh, I'm up on the layup. Mm. Okay. That's what he do to y'all. But then he goes down on the other end. He just he, and shoot one foot. He, he shoot one foot. You skip. The man yeah. catching it. Don't even bring it down. They uh. passing the ball. He take one foot and shoot it up there like that. Yeah. yeah. And he, put it he in. He goes to the other end. He's like those people who go to the airport and watch the planes. Take Whatever. Off. He just sits like he's on his car, on the hood of his car, just sitting back watching. Shroom. Shroom. Whatever. Shroom. And that's that what, that what he be doing to yeah. uh, uh, Joel and uh, yeah. and. and uh, Really? Hey, when they do him up. Yeah, really? Okay. You, you can have him on offense, but I'll take Joel on both ends. What what them MVPs tell you? Huh? What I, them MVPs tell you? That they don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you pull the camera. So when you got KD in this mix? Yeah. You guys don't know bleep about basketball. So where you putting KD? You got KD in your MVP discussion? He's, he's entering the conversation. And he, and then, yeah. the, After what, level 12 lady, game? Lady yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Creep up on in there. He's up in there somewhere. You know I got what? Joel right now. Huh? Yep, I got him. Well, over Luca, Giannis, and, and mm-hmm. I got him. Okay. okay. Speaking of MVPs, guys, let's talk about a little bit about football. Who would your MVP be? Who's not a quarterback? A we'll question. get into that on the other side of this break. Yep. listing their non-quarterback MVP candidates. Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Nick Bosa, four of the big names mentioned. Shannon, who's your non-quarterback MVP in the, the league right the guy, now? The last guy that you had on the screen, and I think they're very worth <laughs> deserving candidates. Uh, you mentioned some, Tyreek, Nick Bosa, uh, my nephew, Kels. But I took, I took, let me skip, let me explain why I took Justin Jefferson. Because all the reasons that you don't like Kirk Cousins. That's why I took Justin Jefferson. Because he's doing this with that guy that you said he's a, what do you say, he's an underachieving. Under-talented. Under-talented overachiever. Yes. And so when you look at what he's done, okay, and the reason why I knocked, let me say the reason why, and I hate to say knocked him, but the reason I didn't put Kels over him, over Justin, is because Mahomes has this number one in QBR. He's number one in touch, uh, touchdown passes. He's number one in passing yards. He's number one in total touchdowns. While Cousins is 24th in QBR, he's sixth in TD passes, he's fourth in yards. And we see he's not nearly as talented or plays at the level in which Mahomes does. So if I had to, so that's one of the, that's one of the reasons, that's the main reason is that Adin Kelts is because he has Mahomes. Now I wonder what kind of numbers JJ would put up if he had, my homeboy throwing to him instead of Cousins. 1,771 receiving yards, um, uh, 423 yards over yards are expected, 150 more than anybody. Skip, if you look at, he's, there are two and three when this man has 50 receiving yards of less. There are 10 and one when he has 51 or more. 
So he goes – we talk about Cousins all we want to, but their offense really goes as he goes. So that's why I put J.J. number one. Okay. I hear everything you just said, but I'm looking at your glasses half empty when you talk about your nephew, Kels. Yeah. Okay. You, if I look at what Patrick Mahomes has done this year, it is in large part because of him, because you lost Tyreek, and yes. you say the other guys are just a bunch of guys. Yes, yes. And Travis Kelsey, I, I'm looking at these numbers. He's, he's career highs across the board. Yeah. And I assume he'll he's, probably be over 1,400. What did he have? He's 1,300. Yeah, I'm saying, okay. but he'll probably end yeah. up at, you know, 1,400 he, he, with the Raiders. He needs 116 to have career high in yards. That's the only category. But but he might get – they're going to go because they need this game. We know the Raiders' yeah. defense is yes. so suspect. Okay. So he's going to be career high in targets and catches, and he's already got a career high in touchdowns. Right. He's having a career year in a career career. Right. Like, like he is the, the best pass catch. No, no offense to you. but none taken. None taken. But he – he lives in an offense that's almost unfair to me because they just they're going to throw the football. Yeah. And when in doubt, Patrick is going to throw they it to him. throw him the football. Okay. And even in their losses this year at Indy, Buffalo, Cincinnati, he still had what he had one big game against Buffalo at home. He had eight for 108, and they barely lost the right. game. But the point is, Justin Jefferson can be controlled. He can go quiet, sort of when you least expect it against my Cowboys. So we, right. we beat him this yeah. year and last year. I know we're not talking about last year, right. but he had very quiet games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This year it was 40-3 to three Dallas at right. Minnesota, and he caught three for 33. Well, you say it's a dependent position, so he couldn't depend that day on Kirk Cousins, who mostly <laughs> was on his back. Right, okay. yeah. But then, remember earlier this year, was it a Monday night game? I think it was at Philadelphia. Right. They lose 24-7, to seven, and he was pretty quiet. He caught six balls, but for only 43 yards. Right. And then, obviously, we just saw what happened because Jair said, nope, not on my watch, not in my house. And he held him to one catch for 15 yards and walked his big talk about fluke game. But if I take take Kelsey's 1,300 yards from Patrick Mm -hmm. Mahomes, 5,000, that's Mm 3,600. If I take his 1,771 from um, Cousins, 4,300, that's a whole difference. That's 2,600. Okay. The the difference – is so vast between the two is that because I think the, the, the difference between Mahomes and Cousins is probably greater no matter what position you want. Kel, obviously, Kelsey's the best uh, uh, tight end in football. Jefferson, he's either one or two. I believe he's the best receiver. Mahomes is not, I mean, uh, uh, Cousins is not even in the same book as Mahomes. Yeah, I, I get it, but I still say <laughs> – that I thought Patrick would struggle some this year without Tyreek, and he clearly has not, but he still has that guy, your nephew, Kels, and when he's in doubt, he finds nephew. It's definitely definitely either playing with a guy, Skip, that you believe that you can put the ball up and he has one, two, three, it doesn't matter, he can make a play. Either he's going to make the play or they're not going to make the play. That makes the quarterback job a lot easier. Bosa's had an unbelievable yeah, season. No, I, I, I give you that. But, but I, I think the thing is, unless you got 20, 20, 22, 20, 22 sacks, something like that, it's hard to give it. Like LT was the last guy to win the defensive, win the MVP for a non-offensive player. Yeah. This only happened twice. That's Alan Page did it, yeah, and, did. and uh, um, LT did it. Yeah. 
I got it. But Kelsey down on the goal line running those little <laughs> option routes, yeah, it's he's unfair. Good. Yeah, he's good. He, and for a man his size, the way he – Skip, because they, 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 they play in such space now, it's really basketball on grass. Yep. And because he's so big and he's so fluid, he moves like a man that's 220, 225 yes. pounds, kind of like I was, but he's 255. He's so something. He, he, he's, yeah. he's special. He's Ooh. very special. And he's a sponge. He wants to learn. He wants yeah. to know, hey, he'll hit me up. Hey, what'd you see, Unc? Well, I, I saw this, and you can do this. And if you do this, do a little bit more. He's like, hey, I got you. Appreciate it. And I, I'm watching him. He's like, okay, let me see what did he do. Oh, okay. Oh, I see okay. you. You listen, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. So many talented players to choose from. Yeah. All good choices, guys. All right. Unfortunately, some... Potentially bad news about Zion Williamson's injury. We've got the very latest on that hamstring when we come back here on Undisputed. Zion Williamson has been diagnosed with a right hamstring injury. Doctors will reevaluate him in three weeks. Then you'll can talk about a return date. Shannon, how much does this make you question Z's future? I don't doubt his future, but I know what I'm getting into, Skip. Mm. The likelihood of this man ever playing 82 games is not very good. I think it's 0%. I think the likelihood of him playing 70 games is really like milk, 2%. Mm. Skip, you just have to accept the fact that a man this size that does what he does is not is, is physically We've never seen any man, a man this size that can move with the athleticism. That puts a lot of stress on muscles, tendons, and joints. And so you asking him on a nightly basis to jump out of the gym, to basically elevate 280, 290 pounds, up and down, up and down, up and down. How many times do you think he jumped during the course of a game, Skip? Mm. 100? Let's just say a conservative 100. That's what it is, Skip. Why are we surprised? We've seen this. This is his history. This is who he is. This is, this is the, unfortunately, this is the fate. This is the hand. This is the cards. Mm. This young man has been dealt. Mm. And I've accepted it, Skip. It's great. Can he be an MVP? Sure. But the problem is I don't know if he'll ever be able to play enough games to become what he could truly become. And it's a shame. But, Skip, it is what it is. And I told you my only concern. Skip, we talked about this man. We saw him in college. We'd never seen anybody with that athleticism at his size. I say, Skip, my, my only concern is his size. Mm. Can, can he stay healthy enough to contribute? And when he's on the court, you see the Pelicans, what they look like. But, Skip, he just can't stay healthy for any length of time. Okay. I'm this kid's biggest fan. He was having a game at Sixers against Embiid that was extraordinary to me. He had 26 points through three quarters. And after the game, Doc Rivers was heaving sighs of relief, saying, I'm just glad we didn't have to deal with that guy in the fourth quarter. He was going right at Embiid, too. He goes right at anybody. (laughs) Anybody. Rudy Gobert, he just attacks and destroys because we've never seen anything like this wrecking ball of a young man. So now he's just dribbling the ball up the floor. That's all he's doing, dribbling the ball up the floor. It's no big deal. I've seen explosive moves off the charts, and he's just dribbling the ball up the floor, and the hand pulls, and he's gone for at least, at least three weeks. That's a long time to be gone. Yes. Well, fortunately, this isn't career-threatening, obviously, unless you tell me you got chronic hamstring pulls the rest of your career. But 
We've been talking about this guy named LeBron James who plays for the Lakers. He's a bigger man than Zion is. Yes. He, he, he's taller. He, I don't know if he weighs I, as much. I don't know. It's, it's in, but he didn't, no, he doesn't. Now, he, he's a little slimmer than he was. But the point is, LeBron is a big human being. Right. LeBron moves as explosively at and around the rim as I've ever seen. Right. He's been doing it for 20 years. Right. Is he still healthy? Yep, he's been healthy. He's had little things here and there, but yeah. no big deals. Right. No, no big deals. I guess because God was good. Some you, you get born with it or you don't get born with it. You get that durability gene or for whatever reason, you don't. I can't explain it. I, I can't detail it. I just know that somehow Zion's package doesn't work in his body. Does he look like he's in better shape than he's ever been? Yeah. Yes, he does. But it it doesn't help if you're too tight you're going to have these pulls that'll come when you least expect it, and that was least expected. Skip, I mean, but if you put a Ferrari engine and an 18-wheeler, mm -hmm. you're still asking an awful lot for that car for it to start and stop on a dime, like you're asking this man to skip. That is, and that's the problem. And that's, I think, that's one of the reasons we won't see the Zion reach his maximum potential because he only plays in three-block increments. It's, it's, it's three weeks here, skip, it's a, and I'm out. It's a month here, skip. And I'm out two weeks. Yeah. And then it, what what horrifies me is if you're gone for three weeks, conditioning. Gonna, what, and what's going to happen? What's going to happen? I'm eating, gonna, yeah. but I'm not on the basketball okay. court, and I'm not getting burning those calories. But I'm still eating. I'm in New Orleans. Zion, we we sit on the exercise bike for an hour? Mm, probably not. It, it's okay. Because that's boring. I know it's very boring. <laughs> it's boring. Okay. Okay. A I, bike is going nowhere, okay. and the scene I, never I, changes. I, I know. Nobody knows better than I do. But the point is that he is so. Gifted. He is. It is tearing me apart to watch it. When I heard this, this was even worse than a big thing, like a big deal. Like right. I got a hip injury or right. I, I've broken my foot right. or whatever it is. Because this is one we say, oh, give us a break. It's just the injury gods have yeah, not been no, kind to Zion. No. And, 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 it, and that's just, it, Skip, it is what it is. At least you can say, well, it's not a knee. It's not his foot. Yeah. It's not a joint injury. But this is as debilitating. Because it's going to keep him out of action for three weeks, yeah. Skip. And he I, just got back. I know. And I hate it for the Pelicans because I do love this team because yes. I love that coach. But he's hard to play with. You have to figure him out because he's on a whole nother rhythm. Right. You have to work around Zion's right. game. Right. His rim attacking. And once he goes out, they start playing a whole different brand of right. basketball. Right. And Brandon Ingram's been out, but he'll come back and then he'll take over. And then it's hard to get him back in the flow to win basketball games. Right. It's different. You know, the last time Zion, B.I., and McCullum was on the court together yeah. was November 21st. That's <laughs> no, ridiculous. Skip, we're in January. It's just ridiculous. Oh, well. I just, yeah. what, are we going to look back, Skip, 10, 15 years Maybe. from now and say what could have been? Well, history is already telling you, yes, we will. Pelicans third in the West right now, guys. They'll try to hold the fort down until Z and B.I. both get back. All right, speaking of stellar performances, should Donovan Mitchell's 71-pointer yeah, yeah. never actually have happened at all? Mm. We'll explain coming up next. All right, according to the NBA, Donovan Mitchell's overtime-forcing bucket shouldn't have counted. Mitchell stepped over the plane of the three throw line before the ball touched the rim on his intentionally missed free throw. Shannon, take a look at it. Would you have called it? 
hell if I saw it. But if you look at everybody's eyes, Skip, the first thing they do is they start looking at the, they looking at the ball to make sure there ain't nobody get an unfair, unfair advantage at the line. So they missed it. They they totally missed it. And hell yeah, I would have called it if I if I'd have noticed it. And I believe they would have called it, but they missed it. I've been watching this all morning, and you're right. By the letter of the law, he crosses a split second right. early. I don't know if I'd have seen it to call it. Exactly. He shot the free throw much higher than intentional misses are usually shot. Usually right. they just ram them off right. the front of the right. rim and hope you get some crazy bounce. Right. He shot it high, and he did get a weird bounce because it hit dead on the right. back right. iron. Right. Just hit flat dead and just barely fell off to the right. right. And he just goes up under everybody. and Because he can see the trajectory yeah. of it. He can yeah. see where he's going to miss the ball. Yeah. And he clearly left before the ball hit the rim. But if you're looking at the guy, Skip, that's supposed to be watching his feet, the moment that ball releases, his eye goes to the rim. So now all of a sudden, he don't see Dominic. <laughs> Takes off and gets the ball. It was a heck of a play. Should it have counted? No, but they missed it. So you, in hindsight, and that's why I hate that two-minute report, Skip, because you said, oh, we what good did that do? I mean, you cost me a game. Billy Donovan complained about it after the game, so I think they felt compelled to address it in the yeah. two-minute report, and they slightly blew it. Yeah, they did, and it would have been a, a what? Who knows what would have So it would have been a 58 instead of a that's, 71. That's what it would have been. Yep. Great stuff today, guys. Unfortunately, we are out of time. That is it for us. We'll be back tomorrow, same time. 